Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And ladies and gentlemen, I have brought some friends and we have one hell of a show for you today. I mean, my goodness, talk about another manic Monday. Uh, we woke up this morning to find out that Embracer Group has purchased or has uh, started uh, the conversation in acquiring both Crystal Dynamics and Edios Montreal, along with two other studios. And get this, folks, 50 IP. Now, it is going to be one heck of a question as to what did my did did Microsoft whiff on this one? Uh, we talked about it on the special edition of the Xbox Factor podcast, and uh, we have some opinions that this might actually be a long game that Microsoft is playing. And of course, that comes to us way of Mr. K. Asante, who's back on camera. He's back with his computer. He's back on the microphone and ready to rock and roll. Uh, we also have a guest joining us this evening, Mike Mullis. Uh, what's going on, brother, from the Next uh, the, the next Level Podcast, brother? How, how have you been? Why don't you tell everyone about your podcast? What could they expect when they tune in after subscribing, hearing you on today's podcast? Oh, well, Brother Boomstick, thank you so much for the invite. It is an absolute pleasure, honor to be here. Um, you know, you got you guys here do such a great job. I I lurk in the background while I'm listening, <laughs> while I'm eating dinner. Uh, try to try to uh, try to get all the goodness in. Um, I, I uh, and of course, my brothers, Crispy Bomb and Mag. I, I, it's great to to once again be sharing some airwaves with you guys. Yes, it and, is. Uh, Dutch and Asante. Now, you you guys, I haven't been on with before, but Dutch, I know you, Asante. I've met you before, so it's great to be here with you guys. I'm looking forward to a great night. Uh, the original Next Level Gaming. I, it's a uh, uh, channel that uh, we cover pretty much everything: uh, modern, retro, uh, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch. Uh, we go back as far as uh, uh, the old days, old computer days. Uh, I even, you know, we even cover stuff trying to come out, you know, in television, Atari. Uh, we, we get it, you know. I'm well, a you're an OG Sega. like myself. I'm an Actually, OG I, Sega I bet you're guy. an Iron Lord. Speaking of OGs, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. I am a Sega guy through and through. Uh, always will be. Um, and uh, you know, we. We just we have a good time. We do some streaming. We do some fun. Uh, if you come check us out, we have an awesome chat room filled with great gamer gamers. We have a lot of um, uh, we just have a lot of great fun and just try to keep positive and and you know give people a place where they can they can come and hang out, and not feel like they have to they have to fight with people and and uh, you know and deal with deal with chat rooms full of full of weirdness. Uh, and that's that's what we do. And we're on uh, Thursday nights at nine. And then we just do streaming throughout the week when we can. Yeah, well, listen, uh, all of all of Mike's uh, information is going to be in the show notes once the, the this live video goes on video on demand. And uh, if you trust me and I believe that you do, uh, you should definitely head over there and subscribe to their podcast and listen to a bunch of guys talk about really interesting things, and they do it in the most professional way. So, Mike, thanks so much for being here. 
Uh, before we get into, of course, the Appreciate topics, it. which, uh, which of course, oh wait, hold on a sec. I think Everborn Saga is here. Yeah. There, oh, there he is. He heard there Mike. Is. He heard he Mike's face Sega, and then he just came. He, in. Yeah, he, I, I figured that was going to be the case, <laughs> and yeah, I yeah. was going to ask Mike who is better, Mario or it's Sonic. Signal, but it's Sonic sure. sign. I mean, it's 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 a question it's, it's, uh, that everyone is asking. I've been play, I've been playing sir. the heck out of uh, Sonic All Stars Racing Transformed. My. God, what I can't stop Isn't it fun? playing it. It's an old, it's an old game, folks. You actually, I, I play old games. That's uh, it that's came, the thing. It came with uh, games with gold actually a couple of years ago. Oh, and really? uh, every once in a while, I play it with my kid. Uh, yeah, I play it with my son and my daughter. They love that game. It's yeah, great Ty- fun. My, my nephew Tyler played it the whole weekend. He stayed over. We just we just went back and forth switching the controllers. Yeah. It was it's a lot of fun. But listen, let's get into the rest of the introductions, folks, and then we can turn around and really break down these topics. We already got a hundred people here. Um, I'm expecting a big turnout because, quite frankly, this is some big news. Uh, Mondays are usually reserved for Microsoft, but we, you know, again, they, they kind of unfortunately have to sit on their hands. Um, that so the first first half of the show, we're going to be talking about Embracer Group and what what exactly it means uh, for gaming. Second half of the show, folks, uh, we have. Uh, a lot of rumors that are floating around that have, in fact, been floating around for a while on uh, WB Games, which, of course, is now owned by Discovery. Well, it has it turns out that Discovery is looking to piecemeal some of the uh, some of their studios, NetherRealm being one of them, Rocksteady Games being another and even TT Games would be into the conversation. And listen, if you've been following me forever, I've been saying that NetherRealm Studios is a must-get. I, I put it, I put NetherRealm on the on the level of Obsidian, Ninja Theory, uh, Exile. Mm. I, I think that they're that important because of what they do, and uh, it's one of the genres that Microsoft is missing from their uh, their repertoire. And uh, I would love to see that happen. We're going to break down whether or not that actually can happen without regulatory eyes being put on the deal. But uh, Kea Sante, you, we and I have been talking pretty much the whole day. I can't wait to get your take on this. How the heck are you? And is the construction zone better? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. Thank you. And, and yes, I'm back in my... Uh, sorry about the echo if you do hear an echo. I have to rework my sound. Uh, I don't have any dampeners in my room. But yes, the... The, the 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 construction is still going, you know, but I'm I'm here and 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 I'm here to talk about these wonderful topics and and yeah, it's it's been quite a quite a quite a day. Uh, I heard about this thing when I think what was it? I I was something in the, it was very 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 early in the morning. Yes, and, and you know because I I left that explicit explicit tweet with the with the with the mind blown in in the private chat. I'm like, man, should I call Boom? It's two o'clock in the morning. Nah, probably not. <laughs> But yes, we'll get into it. I'm I'm happy to be here and a wonderful, wonderful guest. So I'm I'm ready to get into it. Well, we're glad to have you here, brother. We're glad to have you back. Um, and uh, you know, it's 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 going to be a lot of fun to get into this conversation. You have a very, very unique point that I cannot wait for you. You you said you called it getting messy. I I don't think so. I think you make a lot of point. You're going to probably make a lot of people upset if if what you're saying comes to fruition. But I'll let you discuss that mm. when it's your turn to talk. Uh, Wandering Dutch, what's up, brother? How are you, man? What you been up to? Were you shocked to hear that Embracer Group has uh, has taken Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Montreal off the board? Uh, shocked, but more pleasantly so. I mean, yes, it's not Microsoft Xbox, um, but it isn't Tencent. 
<laughs> that is the key one. As long as it's the not Sandman, I don't know. Lesser of the evils. You, huh? and, you, and, you and Peter share that same sentiment. That's the first I'll, thing you I mean, said I'll, in our I'll, discourse. The first thing I said in the private chat is that at least it's not the Chinese government. That's all I I've care about. I've got a slightly oh, unique oh, oh. position on it as well. I'll get into that Glass one when we discuss it. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into that when we discuss it. Um, but yeah, being awesome. Um, I'll put a, put a Starfield video up, believe it or not. Uh, oh, dude, it was really Great good. Video. Like, yeah. wow, dude, like ultra good. How do you know so much? I don't know, but <laughs> you know your stuff. Yeah, did a, did a lot of research. Um, and uh, and it's obviously, a lot of people have said that they enjoyed that particular format. So I'm going to do a few more deep dives, um, yeah. do a lot of research into things like Avowed, etc., and get some videos up about those as well. So um, people can learn more about the game. The problem I think you've got with a lot of these upcoming games is that the information is so spread apart. Um, so even though people want to know about the games, there's so many different sources that say so many different things in little bite-sized chunks everywhere that you don't have it in one place. That's easy to just quickly digest. What is this game about? What are we going to expect? Um, so I think creating videos like that's going to help a lot of people understand. Yeah, what, what I'm going to do is once, uh, as as the show is rolling and someone else is speaking, I'm going to kind of just exit stage left. I'm still going to be here, but I want to add that video to uh, the link uh, the, when people check out the video on demand. If they, if they if they don't know what we're talking about, Dutch did an incredible, I mean, outstanding Starfield video. It's a must watch. I'm going to add it to the show notes, so you could definitely go check that out. Uh, but, but Dutch, great to have you back. Uh, Crispy Bomb, today is your official first podcast as a full-time member. Welcome, brother. How are you, man? How you been? Oh, I'm great. And uh, Embracer Group. <laughs> that's all. That's that's what we're going to talk about for an hour. No, nah, I don't think so. I mean, let, let's be serious. I'm going to be short and sweet about it and also bring up some points that a lot of people are gonna like go, oh, light bulb in the air. What's going on here? Yeah, I, I have some stats uh that a buddy of mine, um uh big fat Eli on Twitter um, sent guy. me. Uh he's good, he's good dude. Good dude, man. Um, um he dropped uh an informational packet as to what Embracer Group becomes after this deal. It's 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 quite stunning. We're gonna break that down mm -hmm. momentarily. The mag. Yes, What's sir. going on, brother? Welcome back! Thank goodness yes. you have you, you haven't gotten sick. There was some trouble. <laughs> there was oh, some trouble at your workplace. There is a lot of trouble oh. at my workplace. Yeah, yeah, we're at uh, we're at seventy percent uh, infected uh, right Jesus. now at uh, work. Good grief! Yeah, yeah, and you and you know when you're uh, when you're running a, a retirement home corporation, um, it's a lot of people and it's not pleasant. So. Uh, we got the Ministry of Health in there now, sending volunteers because our staff just does just stop coming to work. Wow. So, um, yeah, it's pretty ugly. So, but anyways, enough of that. Let's get into this show. Listen, first of all, let me go down this list here. Asante, it's so nice to see you on camera, even though you're not in camera at the moment. It's nice <laughs> to see you not podcasting from your closet. Now that the rest of your house is starting to come together. It's nice to see Love Dutch, it. that video was fantastic. And it I got to tell you two things about that video. First of all, your voice <laughs> is so smooth and just like like it's just it's like you know those asmr videos you know where the girls like scratch the microphone they're like go to sleep you know <laughs> it's like dutch is talking and about five minutes I in my blood pressure great. went down about 25 points and i'm like i feel like i need to say pause for something i know god man it's unbelievable <laughs> i gotta tell you man dutch has got that asmr vibe to him man he's got to do oh some of those god, videos those girls got millions of subscribers 
Anyways, all seriousness, <laughs> the video is incredible. But I got to tell you something. One thing about that video real quick. Uh, this whole Starfield game is got me so terrified right now. Because I'm thinking to myself, I thought I just jumped out of a ship and just start shooting stuff. And then Dutch is telling me about all these factions and all these things. I'm going, oh, there's religion. There's a whole, whole bunch of stuff. It's too much. Now. It's too big. Um, and, of course, we've got Mike Mollis here. My goodness. Mike, uh, I never actually got – now that you're actually here, I got to thank you for all the kind words you said about me two weeks ago on your show. I did listen. Um, I do listen about two, three days after the show goes live. And um, uh, all, all those kind words about, you know, how we support the show. And I was wearing your shirt on vacation and everything else. Dude, like that. That you're an amazing huge. guy, man. And you're a family to me. And yeah. uh, you're an awesome guy. And listen, you guys got to check out NLG. You know what they talked about this week? I just started it while I was doing some laundry, cooking dinner for the kids. They talked about archery for 45 minutes, and I was enthralled. <laughs> I was enthralled. It had nothing to do with gaming, but just listening to these guys talk is just engaging. It's wonderful. And uh, uh, Crispy, I, I look forward to the show tonight. And Everborn, thanks a lot for getting that song in my head. All day I'm walking around going, nobody all day because of you keith sweat sitting right on top of my head but anyways guys we got a great show let's get right into this and, and last and last no way least uh, the one that has a lot to say about this deal and what we're gonna talk about wb everborn saga what's going on brother welcome what's happening what's happening what's happening this is a i, I just woke up to this insane news i i've gone through my uh five stages of grief and now i'm at the acceptance <laughs> stage uh, and I will get into why that is because it's not so much about Tomb Raider because I've always said um, even if they got Crystal, uh, and I'll go into this later, but even if they got Crystal, I didn't think it was going to come with Tomb Raider. So that's why this is a, a huge deal. I just wanted Crystal so that because uh, because they fill a hole in the Xbox portfolio. But again, uh, we'll talk about that more in a minute. I think we're exciting times but we are, I think, going to have to do some level setting tonight 100%. about, uh, you know, the future. Mm -hmm. Or at least when, when I say the future, I mean the next year, year and a half. So, Well, look, <laughs> let, 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 let's bring everybody up to speed. Uh, if somehow you just got here, uh, Microsoft announced in January uh, that they were going to acquire Activision Blizzard for $69.8 billion. Right? I believe $67.8 billion. Um, and it... it, it was it was a, one of those starstruck kind of a moments. Uh, we thought Bethesda was a big deal. Uh, this trumped it ten times over, um, and since then, Microsoft has been at the brunt of many many calls to arms from, you know, subsets of communities. Some people that are are for the deal. Most you know most of the the, the toxic people are against it. We've heard many people in government come out and you know and say that this deal isn't good it's a monopoly microsoft is taking over the industry this that and the third and uh what what is frustrating and what is a bit aggravating is i understand that this deal um that we're going to talk about up front was 300 million dollars and i don't have uh three hundred thousand dollars in the bank let alone 300 million so we're talking a lot of money and I understand that 300 million versus seven, nearly 70 billion dollars is, is a tremendous difference. Um, but I, I do have some stats here, folks, that I kind of want to just put out there to, uh, just so you can understand the size of Embrace a group, just in case you've never heard of them. They're from Sweden. They're an investment group from Sweden. After this deal closes, and it is expected to close, they are going to have, folks, 14,000 employees. 10,000 of those employees are game developers. 
Now, this is where it starts getting into the mud. They are currently going to have 124 internal development studios. You heard me right. 124 development studios. In this deal, it is going to push this Embracer group over 900 plus owned IPs and franchises. And let me just say that again, 900 plus IPs and franchises and in the upcoming content pipeline for them that goes through 2023, they are expected to drop 230 plus games and 30 of those 230 games are triple A titles. That is your well, your can, your can I add one more stat to that? Just Please. one more. Yeah, it's very interesting for your discussion, and I'll give the mic back. Also, as of May 2022, they are valued market cap wise at seven point eight billion dollars, making them the one thousand seven hundred and twenty-fifth most wealthiest company in the world. <laughs> Yeah. They are worse. Which, so which, not, like which is interesting because that's that actually less than what they paid for Bethesda, which is what we're going to get into. Mm. Moment. I moment. just wanted to put that stat out there. Continue, sir. Yes. Well, we're gonna, we're going to actually go to you. <laughs> I first, know where but, you're going with this case. Out yeah. There and uh, and I, 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 I started, I, I'm ready for you. Down. We're, we're going to have to start looking at somebody's shelves behind them. <laughs> yeah, that's it. you know, you know. Speaking of, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, again, if if he if he has if he has uh, an Embracer Group logo on his shelf, you know, the deal's done. I'm gonna say that right now. <laughs> Phil Spencer, who? I'm just saying. Um, look, this deal shocked a lot of people, and it shocked me. Um, and I'm going to say something. I mean, listen, I've I've been beating the drum. Um, I I I can't uh, basically blame Microsoft for not making the move. Uh, right now, and I've said this before privately and publicly, the three-headed monster known as ABK is not only one of the most expensive, but one of the most important investments Microsoft will probably ever make. I say that to say... The most expensive, not one of. Yeah, no, the. No, yes, it, the, the, the most expensive. But why it's important is because, and I've said this, once the marketing deal is over for Sony. It's generation over for Sony. And I'm saying that today, and I'm going to get some hate on it, but come at me, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, they have the marketing deal until 2023, or is it 2024? Uh, it, might, it, might be, it might be one more year. It might be 2024. It is, yeah. yeah. When Microsoft can put out that box, meaning the Series S for $200, and slap a Call of Duty logo or picture on that box. This is going to be a Spider-Man 2018's uh, $200 PS4 situation all over. And at that point... Hey, by the way, Boom, yes. when that happens, that will be after uh, COD has taken a year off. So people will be clamoring yes. for it even more. Oh, good yeah. point. Yeah, no, that's... A, that's, so, that's, so that's an, right, yeah. consider, that, consider that Sony... I mean, you, you wonder... You have to wonder if this was discussed. Sony's marketing deal is going to miss an entire year of Call of Duty while this is wrapping up. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you know what they, what, what they could what what they might have the marketing on though, even though the, the actual main game might not be there, they might be able to still use that marketing for uh, Warzone. Oh yeah, well maybe, which yeah, but... is a problem. I mean, again, we, we don't know. We're not in the boardroom. You know, again, I'm, I'm <clears> sure at some point that is going to that's gonna that's gonna come up in some sort of a conversation. But needless to say. When that deal is done, and and, and it, it, it's it's that's why the overall big picture is: do you risk this monster deal that's going to give you a foothold in uh, in mobile? Because, like I said, I, I've called this before: uh, Game Pass for mobile is coming. Five bucks a month is what it's going to oh, cost. Yeah. You know? it, it's coming. Yeah. It's, Game Pass for mobile is going to be a thing. No one told me anything. I'm just guessing. Okay, three three. They want to reach three billion gamers. Boom. Yeah, I think it's coming. Five bucks, and it gets you, it gets you uh, Candy Crush and a whole bunch of extra shenanigans in there, and, and people are going to be buying it like it's like it's cran- it's candy. Um, they're going to they're, they're going to find their foothold in um, the PC market. Blizzard, all of a sudden, is some doing some. I mean, the last couple of weeks for Blizzard has been crazy good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and of course. Like I said, all the IPs for you know toys for Bob is going to make a Banjo Kazooie game, and we're going to get you know we're going to get a whole bunch of other of the Ravens going to probably make an original first mm-hmm. person game, Singularity two potentially, who knows? Crash. But, yeah, yes, indeed. Um, but here's the thing: what's most important is Call of Duty, because even if Call of Duty stays multiplat, and I don't care if it does. I have uh, Xbox Game Pass. I'm not spending 7643 here in New York for that game. And it's going to move a lot of people over. I mean, it's going to move a ton of people over. So I understand why they missed on this $300 million deal because, as Kay Asante was explaining to me, anything over 100 automatically warrants uh, FTC uh, review. And Microsoft cannot, they can't risk that. Um, which again, we'll get into why I still think there's a shot for NetherRealm and even Rocksteady Games. But Kay Asante, I, I want to call on you, brother, uh, because you actually have a thought and theory. You, 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 you think that this is a long game for Microsoft. And I want you to explain to the listeners, we have over, wow, almost 250 people here already. Wow, that's awesome. Um, uh, what, boom. I think yes, he sir. has to go to someone else first, brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. you know what? He, I, had to, I, he, had to, I, he has to disappear quick. Uh, okay, so you know what? Let's go to let's go to Mike. Mike's our special guest. Mike, look, this was a big deal. These are two monster studios, uh, and and they have a ton of IPs. Um, you know, obviously Tomb Raider being probably the biggest of them all. Um, you also have Deus Ex. You have Legacy of Cain, which is another big yes. one. Uh, Thief. If you're an old thief. school cat like me who understands what thief mm-hmm. is, thief's a thick, it, it, I mean, the last one wasn't great, but it was still a new thief, and we had had one in years. Um, are you disappointed, or is there some solace in in Bracer Group, which seems to be very Microsoft esque, if you will, when it comes to allowing their developers to kind of do their thing? So, I. Embracer doesn't necessarily bother me for a couple of reasons. Um, number one, this doesn't this doesn't take these games off the board for anybody, right? So there's no you know Tomb Raider going Tomb Raider going to going with Crystal Dynamics actually makes me feel good because I would really not 
like to see what Tomb Raider looks like under another Square Enix uh, well, development studio. And it doesn't. Mike, and I'm I'm gonna piss on your parade in a little bit, but I'll let you finish your point because there may be <laughs> there they released some information today that had my eyebrow raised, which I think Kiyosante well, is gonna bring up. But go ahead. Well, well, hang on, I because because I can pivot. What what are you hearing? Okay, so um, Embracer Group talked about making a return on investment within two years, and that's just by uh, the back catalog. Yes. Now, yeah. um, but they said that that could be expedited if they enter into um, closer partnerships with uh, one or more publishers. Now, what that what that reads to me, if you get past the investor and corporate speak is they could enter into game pass deals or they could enter into exclusivity deals meaning highest bidder will work with you at for a price and we can uh make the get the return on the investment so it is not necessarily because we know what kind of deals sony likes to do and we know like what kind of deals xbox likes to do now the question is who gets them first offers them more money and nah, well if i if i may interject like uh it was brought to it's my just attention something by to think KS about yeah no it is but Kayasante brought up a fantastic point uh they have an incredible and i mean absolutely incredible working relationship with microsoft a lot of the, their games were in game pass day and date a lot of those games are still in game pass right yeah now. yeah so yeah. just, I mean, food for thought, but Mike, uh, please continue. Well, no, I mean, that's, I mean, and, and he, you're, that is a good point. You know, you, you, you know, the, the highest bidder to the, to the winner to that gets the spoils. I don't know that, um, I don't know that Embracer has to do that anymore. Um, and, and the reason I say that is because now they're not only are they that big, but don't forget that part of Embracer group are publishers. So, they own um, Deep Silver. They own THQ Nordic. So all of these yeah. games could be published under THQ Nordic very easily, and you don't and and can be multi-plat. Will Will a Tomb Raider do that ever again? I don't think so because I think they know. I think they know what 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 leaves the table if they don't. The only thing I could see them doing. Are making Game Pass deals, you know, to bring yeah. it out on multiplat, but but it'll go to Game Pass. Microsoft will shell out. Microsoft will definitely shell out to put the next Tomb Raider on Game Pass. I think there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, I hope you are right. Uh, well, remember, remember they were the the trilogy was in Game Pass, um, and remember that that to everybody's, you know, to everybody's attack of them, Rise of the Tomb Raider was a timed exclusive. So it, it's not out of the realm of possibility that that they could continue to work Game Pass deals for that. And they're working with them right now with Perfect Dark. Exactly. Which right? is they're literally in their thing. own backyard working with them. Yes. And that's that's something that I'm glad the initiative was quick to quick to clarify that hey, this doesn't affect Yeah, Mike, would you mind if I just that. read their uh their press release uh to, to add to your point? Uh, and yep, again, yep. folks, this this comes the way of the initiative, their official Twitter account. The moment that this was announced, they made a post. And this is what the initiative had to say. We're excited to see Crystal Dynamics take these next steps with their studio. 
Our teams have made great progress in building Perfect Dark together as a co-development partners, and we will continue this work with them in their next chapter. So just to give everyone a heads up, nothing has changed in regards to Crystal Dynamics finishing up Perfect Dark. AKA, no Crackdown 3 situation here. Move along. Yeah, right. move along now. But continue, Mike. Well, and, with, and they need it too because, I mean, I think we all know the uh, – and, and we can be honest about it. We all know the issues going on with the initiative right now. So it's good that Crystal Dynamics is staying put and helping them because there, there's – I'm not going to lie. The, the last, I'd say, six, six-ish months have had a little bit of doubt creep in about where we are with Perfect Dark. So this is good, this is good news to, to hear. The question that I did have, and I couldn't find it anywhere in uh, either the press release or the webcast they did earlier, the third of the three studios they uh, they bought was Square Enix Montreal. And I wasn't sure whether or not those IPs, which would have been uh, Outriders and the Avengers and Guardians, were coming along. I don't know if Square well, still owns. My understanding, uh, Outriders still is staying with Square, and and okay. it's still people can fly is still within people can fly. They can still continue doing. Oh, uh, they might be replacing. You never know. Yeah. People could fly. It's it's it, dude. They made Bullet Storm. Bullet Storm's an awesome mm-hmm. game, dude. Like they know what they're doing. Like, but uh, I don't they know. Also, didn't they also make Gears uh, Judgment? Yeah, they did. Well, yes. No, yeah. no, they were they were the multiplayer devs. That was their dabble in multiplayer. They screwed that up, but they were the multiplayer uh, aspect of it, and they they experimented a lot. And unfortunately, the gears community was like, "Oh hell no, bro, I'm good. <laughs> I am not." It, it, the problem was is you couldn't start with a shoddy. Okay, you only had one weapon. You didn't right. have your two weapons you always had, and then they allowed the shoddy, and that's all everybody played with. And you'd play free for all, which I, I still like. It's not quite what it was in Gears Judgment because that was the one game mode I really loved. And it was interesting because you only had one weapon, but it made sense because it was a different game mode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 that's where they just they screwed up the multiplayer. But I mean, I looked at them and I was like, oh, great. This is awesome because I played Bulletstorm and I was like, this game's freaking awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, you know, so they, you never know, they, they might be pulling them under their wing, you know, to make a few games for them or, or be a support dev, because that's really what they've always been. So it would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. So the last Continue, thing Mike. I'll say on this, um, or actually two, two last quick points. Um, one thing that, that interests me and in what they're talking about is the back, the back catalog. And I'm, I'm not a giant fan of remasters. I never have been, but man, there are a couple games that I could really, uh, really use, you know, um, in the legacy of Kane and, and soul reaver is one of them. Soul reaver sure. is one that, you know, I loved it on the dreamcast. One of my, one of my favorite dreamcast games, but I could use an update. Um, so just to, to, I'm, I'm interested to see cause square was never going to use a back catalog. So if Embracer is interested in the back catalog, that is something that I could definitely get into. But the last thing that this, that this hit me on is, as I've been looking at this, 
and it might be a point that a couple of you might be might bring up tonight. And I'm curious to see if I'm the only one. The the price, the fact that they that they let that amount of it is of preposterous. IP, the price I have right. a lot of words about it, that price that people are not going to like me for. It but. makes me feel like this is the setup for square to get acquired oh dude listen i said it on today's special edition podcast in the next 30 days sony is going to announce square enix has joined uh sie playstation that's a fact that that is that is not even a suggestion folks that is happening i don't have any inside uh, information i'm telling you no one no one sheds this much weight for that price without wanting because i can guarantee you and Kay and i are talking about this the reason why they needed that that sony didn't Hmm. bite on the whole thing is because the operating cost on canada and having all these other studios would have been monstrous for them and they're not interested in those ips sony's not interested in tomb raider they're not interested in legacy of kane they're, they're interested, interested in, in Final Fantasy. Fantasy. That's, that's... Yep. And, there, and I'll there tell is you what. Because I think it's a cultural thing. I, I yep. honestly, Kay, Kay came up with that, and I agree with him a thousand percent, and, but I'll, I'll let him talk about it. And I'll tell you what, and then, uh, then I'll see the floor. I, 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 anybody, and, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm saying this from an, from an objective. It, it's a pretty, it's a pretty easy call to make. Everybody who who cries and cries and cries that that you know Bethesda's games are going to be Xbox exclusive, and you're you're damn right that that Call of Duty better be multi-platform. You better believe the minute Square Enix is a Sony is a, is owned by everything Sony, is exclusive. You will never see a an Xbox Square Enix game ever again. One thousand percent. I I yield the floor, gentlemen. Yeah, but no, no, no. I, just about that though, like how only if Square is on board with that. I'm not saying they won't be, but I, I mean they already are. I think they're already there. But yeah, I'm just saying like you cannot tell Bungie with one IP you can basically take three and a half billion dollars and not give us anything, and then you're gonna tell Square we're gonna dictate to you what you're supposed to do. I That's think Square will go with it, but but I think Square will go with it because they're they're basically a second party studio now. Let's be honest. Pretty without much. the without yeah. without the without the the yep. Western developers, they may as well be a Sony owned property. So this is not going to be a big stretch. I I absolutely agree. I want to turn the floor to Kaysante because Kaysante. You know has what? An... I have something for that too, but go ahead. Yeah, okay. Well, let, 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 <laughs> let him have the floor because okay. he actually has a tremendous point. And, uh, you, you know, you mentioned something today about a long game. Yeah. Yeah. See, so, okay. So, so, all right. Uh, I was going to get messy on this show, but yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> architect by day, podcaster by night, and I have a project I'm doing and they keep bugging me. So, I, I may I may keep my messiness to to a you know a time limited. Uh, well, you do have the gaming circle podcast this Saturday, which we will get completely disgusting on. By the way, we will get completely nuts. We will I love it. myself and Neverborn. I'm sure of it. Tune in for that. But 
let's 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 re really quick. My first victory lap that I will do is because I've been beating this embracer group drum for months on this. Yeah, yes, folks. I, I and I was getting for clowned yeah. for it. And I was telling y'all that these guys are out here, and all I kept hearing from certain people in this in this uh panel group, <clears throat> Mr. Everborn Saga, that we were only talking about some some game pass fodder and uh, what are they doing with their with their they don't do anything anybody cares Embracer about. Embracer group no. is where your favorite IPs go to die. Goes to die. Yes, that, like, that's, that was what you like said. They're like the yes. New York Knicks. Exactly. Your favorite players go there for a retirement plan. But 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 please continue. But yes, yes, yes. Oh, please keep digging yourself in. Go ahead, go ahead, wow. sir. Because they are here. They are here, right? I I knew that they would make a big play because unlike most, they see this competition and they flourish. They've been out here silently gobbling up things left and right. They literally own Dark Horse Comics. They own Dark Horse Comics. Imagine had they gotten this, had they bought, uh, had this deal gone through without the Tomb Raider IP, they still have Dark Horse Comics. Pick your IP. Go to go to town. Enjoy yourself, right? Yeah. So they have been quite now. The level of quality, the level of, uh, uh, of 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 notoriety of their IPs and all that. Yes, that all remains to be seen. They're picking up scraps of dead uh, uh, studios here and there. They've done it for a while now, right? But with this with this specific push, you you know you can see that they're trying to get into the mainstream with, with that, right? Now. We called this on this show as well back in the day when, when well, back in the day, some months back when uh, uh, Square was basically uh, throwing their own uh, their own devs under the bus, right? Uh, uh, I, I recall Everborn calling them scumbags and all these things. We call them a bunch of things, but one thing you can't call them is foolish with their money, right? Square is not foolish with its money. It knew way back then that it was trying to off offload this. That's what they were doing. I said this then. They were just priming the pump to the money men saying, hey, see, the, see these, uh, these devs? We don't like them. We want to get rid of them. And we're warning you now so that when we do, you won't go, hey, didn't they just create the Avengers? Aren't they great? We will let them know that they haven't met our, our monetary expectations at any given possible moment publicly. So you know they suck. Right so under the bus. Cut them. You don't, you don't, you don't get phased by it, and that's what they were doing. They've been doing it for months, right? We said this on this show, yeah, right. So, so I think we should all take a victory lap because, because we were, we all, all of us on this show, like were like instrumental in nailing this all the way to ninety five percent until that darn a ABK deal came and just swerved everything to the left. Which hey, I, I, I want to point happened. something out that my brother brought up to me today, which mm -hmm. was we can thank today's events. We can thank the the Final Fantasy movie for today's events. That Final Fantasy movie, the Western one, not Advent Children, okay, nearly okay. bankrupted Square. Sure, the, sure. That's we, why we they got them into bed. That's yeah, why they that's got them on him. They, yes. Yeah, they got in the bed with IDOS because of that. Yep. Uh, and now, and they never really <laughs> wanted to be there. So now they're they're getting mm -hmm. them off. So real quick, no, 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 so yes, think yeah, just a movie. <laughs> is what led us to where we are today. Well, maybe, but it, it, well, listen, we'll never know because we don't do the books. But Justy Spud in the in the chat says, "Phil Spencer says, what have I done? I started an acquisition war. <laughs> I love it. Begun the acquisition wars have. Yeah, there you go. In the background. No, um, so but he's so, winning. But he, yeah. yes, but since we are all we are all, and, and I will, you know, we'll we'll keep talking. I'm sure this is the conversation we're going to be having for some time, but. 
since we're all going to basically be saying the same things, I will throw out a few weird takes because I progress, uh, what is it, pro uh, prognosticated on this show a few times, and I was clowned, and I have been proven to be Negro Donis. So here are my prognostications <laughs> for the future. So here we go. All right. So as Boom has said, the next time you hear Square Enix spoken, it will be, I wholeheartedly agree with you, Boom, uh, uh, about the whole acquisition for Square, uh, for, uh, Square Enix to, to Sony. I really, really believe that at this point because it really does look exactly that way. It looks like this whole Sega Sammy uh, thinning the, the pachinko machines just to, to, to ready themselves ready for that acquisition. So it looks like. Well, they closed uh, the arcades. They, uh, they cut the pachinko machines. Exactly, exactly. They, yeah, they did a lot. Now, I may not be there with you on the next yeah, 30 days, but I think it'll be very soon. I'm sorry? What, what was that? Everybody? No, I said they, 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 they shut down the pachinko machines and put out an amazing movie. True, true. Yeah, just, just to entice the themselves. Frontiers. Oh, here we go. C continue. Yes. So, so <laughs> I, I, I love the Dutch's responses. <laughs> so I, I believe that, that that is definitely like in the realm, not even in the realm of possibility, but it's almost a foregone conclusion at this point that that's where, that's where all of this is coming and it will be hot and heavy. I, I agree with that. My second, and, and this is going on levels of ridiculousness, boom. So y'all can just cut my mic at some point. You know, this is levels of ridiculousness, okay? Level of ridiculousness, procrastination two, prognostication two. The next time you hear a blow your wig back crazy prediction, it will be when a publisher is purchased by Netflix. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that's I coming. I it now. That's, not, that's not as crazy as you think. That's not as crazy as you think. When you hear Ubisoft is off the books and it's Netflix, you will be like, what happened? That dude knew something. Hey, I don't know nothing. I'm telling you, they are priming the pump. They are eager. When, but it's when, the, when the likes of Google one. are leaving, <laughs> stop it. When the likes of Google are leaving yeah, and, and these guys are still in it and they have a twinkle in their eye, most people don't know if you're an Android user, you have 20 some odd ridiculous goofy games you can play while still being a part of Netflix on your phone. So... There you go. That's my second one. Now, here's my absolutely ridiculous, insane, it's never going to happen, but I'm putting it out there anyway because this is what happens. And when this happens, I will be as messy as that universe where Microsoft buys Sega and Everborn walks around with that cape and starts, you know, Negro diving everywhere. That'll be as messy as I will be when this, when this happens. So as I said, right now, as of May 2022, they are worth round figure, $7 billion, right? And they do a lot with their $7 billion, right? So I say right now, as, as everyone has, has, has put go. forth, yeah, here we go. Right? That's right. We get ready for all the multiple rulings of yeah, eyes. Yeah. Say Microsoft has no, 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 no. Let me get there. Let me get there, my friend. I'm priming the pump. Give me a moment. I need a moment. Okay, here we go. So, <laughs> so right now, right? Everybody knows with this move, and everybody can agree that had Microsoft been capable of buying uh, Square, uh, uh, um, um, Crystal Dynamics, they probably would have. It's in their best interest to keep them close, you know. And yes, it's good that they have deals in place and all of that, but still, you know, it's it's assumed that had the Activision Blizzard King deal not been in the way, this probably would have been something easy for them, right? So clearly, that has not been done, right? But needless to say, I'm not saying this is 4D chess or anything like that. But between now and the time the ABK deal clears, and give it a year after that, 
for integration and all of that. Even even a year after that, where they go through a cycle of an of an E three like event with the Activision Blizzard King deal. You're saying twenty twenty five. Exactly. Okay. By then, how will PlayStation now PlayStation Plus Premium look? How will Luna look? Because they're out there, and they're either. how will Netflix look? Hold on a second. Repeat that for me. What what what? I want to get this all word for word here from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in by the time Activision yeah. Blizzard King deal solidifies, right. I'm not telling you when that is. Give it a year and a half after that, because that will give you time for them to cycle through their contracts, get another game going, maybe showcase with Microsoft like they did when Bethesda was acquired. Right after all that is said and done, the landscape of, of the environment at that time will be very different than today. Oh, okay, yeah, fair. That's, right? yeah. So so the PlayStation Plus collection, the, the, the premium, will have sorted themselves out because, hey, say what you will, they are a great studio, full, uh, a great uh, platform full of amazing games, and they'll figure it out. By then, I'm pretty confident they would have, right? Luna's out here. Amazon's not standing still. Netflix is very hungry. Even even Google, who has t who's decided that Stadia is not worth it, the tech is so solid they're selling it to other platforms as a backend. Yeah. So by that said, was always the plan. Which is a, always the plan, exactly. So by 2025, the landscape will look completely different, right? So in that world where we'll just throw a ridiculous number out there, where Embracer Group is like 15 billion dollars now in market cap. You think that is too much for Papa Microsoft to come and scoop up and decide to take them back in house? Yeah, and that will Love cause that. regulatory concern. In that Ooh. new market, in yeah, that new sense. market where everybody's there already, it I makes mean, sense. You're right, but in that day, just saying. Yeah, I mean, it, listen, it 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 makes a lot of sense. I got to be honest with you, and it could be. Why Microsoft didn't put up a fight at all? You know what I'm saying? Y'all are playing with uh, your, your your two dollars and your nickels. You want to keep playing? Go ahead. Dad's just gonna sit back. Give me some time when I'm ready to spend. I know where to find you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, just a side note: Who trailblazed this new landscape that we're going to be looking at in about three years, four years? Mm, That's yeah. right. The people who made fun, who who were making fun of them for doing exactly that and now that's where the landscape is going to be heading and other side is 100 right by 2025 it's going to be an entirely different gaming industry and it's going to yeah. look completely different if you if you were to go back in a time machine and look at it you'd be like oh there's no way this is going to happen but it oh, did yeah. but once again as they've been doing for the last 22 years who's been trailblazing all of this microsoft, microsoft yeah from the beginning indeed. Yep. Using That's your mind and your eyes from today's world, it's a ridiculous notion. I get it. It's ridiculous. 2025 is a different landscape. And by then, oh, Microsoft acquires, uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, Embracer Group? That's a, a small, minute headline at that point, I mm -hmm. suspect. But yeah, I no, it, would, it, it would be because even if they, buy, even if they bought, if you high-ended it to $15 uh, billion, that's still an incredibly less amount than they did to get ABK. Yeah. Right. And there'll be no arguments to be made regulatory wise because the competition at that point will be hot and heavy by yeah, all. Yeah. It, right. it, it will be a, a, a huge field of, at, at play. Let, let's bring in Dutch in the conversation. Dutch, you saw the news this morning. Were you as disappointed as I was? Cause I know I, I, I mean, like I said, I, I, I listen, I'm going to say something that's probably going to get me a lot of flack. Um, I actually don't mind 
that it was Embrace Group. I'm just glad it's not Sony. And I know that's petty. Uh, and I don't care. Uh, because here's the thing. We know that if, if, if anything that Sony gets is going to be exclusive. And you can say whatever you want about them. Bungie, the new IP that Bungie is getting, if you think that that's not going to be exclusive to PlayStation, you are out of your freaking mind. The minute that game is dropped exclusive for PlayStation, that is going to be a fact. But anyway, Dutch, what, what, what are your thoughts on this on this monumental move um, to embrace a group's already stout lineup of developers? Yeah, it's... Um... Like I said, uh, like I said earlier, I'm not I'm not that fussed that it's Embrace it to be honest, and I wouldn't have been that fussed if it was Sony as long as it isn't Tencent. I don't trust Tencent and their the the way that they manage things. Um, Embrace a group, I know how they work because one of the companies that I'm um, working with is uh, owned by Embrace a group. Um, so I know I know from the way they take over, I know from their business ethics and the way that they treat the companies that they acquire, um, it, they essentially acquire in order to fund, preserve, and grow um, yeah. to, to ensure that those companies can actually achieve what they need to do or those companies that might not have had the funding in the first place to to get to where they need to be. Um, uh, on, on my sense, for instance, obviously the company that I work with is a Viking company um they've got um specific things that they want to achieve within gaming as well um so obviously there's a few things within thq nordic um, and a few ips that of um, norse related that they can pursue um etc etc so embrace a group are going to give them all the tools that they need to proceed uh, and grow which is great to hear uh, and they are very much a hands-off they are down the road from where my company um actually is so <laughs> um it's always it's literally i think it's the mentioned it's probably about half an hour down the road away from them embracer group so not far um yes it's to be honest it is probably their bigger move um in terms of getting into the the modern gaming scope when we have a look at the thq nordic have, have created quite a lot of good double a games um, nothing that's hit massive headlines for a long time. Um, again, Deep Silver, back in the day, Deep Silver used to be one of the biggest publishers you can imagine. They were huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now they haven't been. I think Embracer Group's um, kind of thing right now, and I suspect you mentioned a lot of these are uh, where games go to die. I, I see it as a, the opposite, actually. I see Embracer embracing... Uh, without the pun intended, a lot of these companies that have been struggling from mismanagement for a number of years um, and trying to, to resurrect um, what is what is still great companies and help them kind of get better. Um, they, it's, it's again, it's European, European leaders. They are Swedish um, owned. Um, and I think the ethics are, are in the right place for that particular company, which can't be said for a lot of big corporations. Um, but of course, at the end of the day, it's still a business transaction. So they mentioned they want to turn a profit on on whatever they pursue within a, a number of years, two, three years. Um, and of course, the only way they're going to do that is by ensuring that those companies um, are doing what they need to do and providing them the tools that they need to do it. So it's a win-win situation. If you help these companies to, to get better, um, to grow and provide them all the tools that they need to be successful, 
then as a byproduct, you're going to get a lot of money from it. It's it's just natural in business. Um, I think everybody is correct as well, and I said this. I've said this pretty much since um, well all day. So, and even before that, to be honest, I, I said I wouldn't be surprised if Square Enix, uh, Square Enix was purchased by Sony. Um, now, even less surprised if they're purchased by Sony. Um, we've mentioned on numerous shows now that uh, Square Enix have been trying to throw their Western development companies under the bus, um, get rid of them, get shot of them. Um, and uh, I think this was kind of always on the forefront. We expected this to happen. We just didn't know who. We hoped, we kind of hoped um, Microsoft might snatch them up. But I think we all thought they probably aren't going to try and um, put too much more eyes on them um, whilst the ABK deal is still going through. Um, so it was always going to be a long shot if they were going to get involved. And I don't foresee them really doing anything now unless it's a tiny studio um, buying something like that. Um, however, uh, yeah, I do I do also foresee Sony taking up the rest of Square. As we mentioned before, um, Final Fantasy, specifically Final Fantasy fourteen and the remakes, I, I still to this day don't foresee fourteen or the remakes ever making its way to Xbox, regardless of the exclusivity period being over. Um, it's, it's, they keep pushing it back, they keep making excuses, they go silent on it. I just don't see it happening now. And I've, to be honest, I've made peace with it. If if you want to play a Square Enix game going forward, just have have a PlayStation. Yeah, <laughs> It's as simple as that. If you want to play yeah. a Square Enix game going forward, it's specifically Final Fantasy by PlayStation. Um, if you don't, um, then of course, you probably have other JRPGs to play. There's a lot of awesome ones coming up, a lot of different ones. Um, but Square Enix, I think Final Fantasy is going to be the home of Sony again, like it was after... Um, the Nintendo PlayStation kind of changeover yeah. um, back on the PS1 days, um, but yeah, overall, overall, I think it's it's a positive thing for the industry. I think um, it, it remains all of these games are going to be uh, multi-plat. Um, you're going to have Tomb Raiders. I think Tomb Raider is going to be awesome. Of course, it's been developed in Unreal Engine Five. Crystal Dynamics have always done awesome work on the previous trilogy in terms of the graphical quality. Um, the, the story and, and the worlds that they build in, in Tomb Raiders. Um, so I don't foresee that being an issue. Um, I think it's it's a positive move for the industry, really. It keeps it out of the way of, like I say, Tencent, which is one of the ones we need to watch out for. Um, and uh, again, it, it just means that these Western developers are going to get trapped properly for the first time in probably the last five to ten years yeah for, um, for sure absolutely yep if you have a look as well and i think sony if they did purchase the rest of square enix will have their work cut out for them um i don't know if many people had seen the post by the original director for balan wonderland oh, i saw um, that post. Mm -hmm. yeah they got rid of him midway through the it, game yep yuji oh, naka how do you do that and and um despite his protests he's saying six months out the game isn't ready. It's not finished. Um, they went ahead and published it anyway. Um, so he knew it wasn't ready. He knew the game wasn't finished. Uh, they released it, and it went down. <laughs> it went oh, down the path. One of the worst games of expected, last year. Yep. As he expected. They treated him like crap. Um, he took them to court. He won. Um, 
and rightfully so um, for, for the, the way he was treated. Um, but I think, and if you have a look through the development processes for any Square Enix game, any Final Fantasy, they are an absolute mess from top to bottom. Yep. You want to know why the games are delayed, you have a look at the management problems that they've got there. They consistently change directors, game directors, uh, the, the head roles, the game designers, the story directors throughout the full process of those games from top to bottom. They seem like a perfect fit for Sony, is what you're saying. Yeah, (laughs) they would have. But it's not just that. It's Sony would, like, if Sony were going to purchase them, they would have their work cut out for them. It isn't just a case of they would just take over a studio. Like, none of these Final Fantasy properties have actually been taken care of properly for probably since the PS3 days. Um, uh, Final Fantasy VII, I still don't think, like, the remake, I still don't think as great as that segmented section was. I don't think it should have been chopped up into bits. And I think no. any di- actual core Final Fantasy fan that has been with the, the 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 series since its inception would agree that chopping the game up into sequences and charging $70 every time and, and waiting five, six, seven years between... Ten years in some parts. cases. Yeah, yeah between parts. I mean, you, you, you still haven't had part two of the story. You've only just left Midgard. Like this, the game is so much bigger than that, and God knows when we're going to see part two because 16's still in development. Um, that is for uh, meant to be coming out within the next year or so. Um, but Spoken's there, Final Fantasy 7 Part 2 hasn't even got a mention. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just it's crazy. I, I, I just think if Sony do have them, it's not going to be plain sailing, there's going to be a lot of management issues they need to figure out there. Um, and it's not going to be a return of investment immediately either. I no. think they're going to specifically to get on par with the the quality of the internal studios. It's going to take them a while. Um, yeah, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be a big learning curve. Uh, like I said, we I, I like I said I, I I said thirty days. It might be forty because I have a strong suspicion. Again, this is just my opinion. I could be a thousand percent wrong that Sony is going to take whatever E three is and make that announcement there. That that's what I think. I, I think that announcement of Square Enix joining uh, SIE PlayStation is announced at their at their summer show, whatever it's going to be called, and Keeley. Yeah, the Keeley's. Yeah, Final Fantasy is exclusive. Yeah, I absolutely. Um, I don't. I don't foresee a world where uh, we'll going forward in the future. No matter when that is, it could be. It could be a month from now. It could be two months, three months, six months, whatever it is. Um, I don't see a world where Final Fantasy doesn't end up full exclusive to PlayStation's platform forever, and the, the remainder of Square Enix going in. I mean, look at the look at it the practically the isn't pitiful, yeah, but the, the pitiful post that you got from Square Enix afterwards and why they sold those studios. Oh, we're going to invest in blockchain. But yeah, that, that yeah, you, yeah, yeah, that but, screams. But, I please, someone buy me yeah, NFTs. Come on, come buy yeah, NFTs. Yeah, yes. Let's go. Where's so, but but let me ask God. you guys a question though, real quick. Does, does that, I, and I'm being serious, uh, does that move the needle? If Square, let's say, let's say they do, right? Sony buys mm. Square. Given, given I don't the think fact it that does anything. Know, what it does, does nothing it do? to me. No, nothing. It does nothing. Not, not to us. I'm not talking about to us because obviously, you know, many of us own PlayStations. It's not like yeah. we're not going to play these games. But yeah. what does that does that move the? You know, Activision Blizzard 
can move the needle, right? <laughs> Invest. You know, yeah. To uh, put it in perspective, to put it in perspective, I, I'm with you, Mike. Final Fantasy moving. can move the needle. It, no, no, no. no but but, but so. it, you would think so. But Final Fantasy VII remake sold five million copies. That's no, it. We're yeah. talking about the remake. Final Fantasy XIV is a juggernaut. Oh, that, yeah, is, that is that is it is a yeah. juggernaut. I don't know. That remains to be seen. The money for Square Enix right uh, now. No, I, I well, my my buddy's only on a Sony online, platform, and there's isn't it? thousands. Yes. He's waiting right. for lobbies for now? days. It feels like. It's an exclusive yeah. now. Like, for example, 16 is already on PlayStation. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake's already on PlayStation. It's not going anywhere else. I mean, has it gone, is it going to PC? Does anybody even know? I, I'm not even sure. I'm, uh, I think four, Final four, Fantasy XIV is on PC. Going to PC. But no, but I'm saying 16 so or Final Fantasy VII Remake. So I haven't heard. Seven okay, Remake so on PC. But it's not going to do much. When, yeah. It's not going to do much. I mean, your play, your your nope. player base is shrinking by the day. Let's face it; it's it's shrinking by the day. I'm not going to doom and gloom PlayStation because they're still, you know, they're still Sony. They're still doing what they're doing. Right. They're still the second the second most. However, however, their window is getting smaller because Xbox is getting bigger. If you guys have noticed this, everybody's noticing this, right? So therefore, I mean, it'll do well, but it's not going to be doing multiplat well. So I don't think it's going to move the needle at all. Whereas, yeah, the, like you were saying, man, Mike, yeah. Call of Duty the alone can yeah. win not only just a con that can win an entire generation and yes indeed like you know 14 and to, to to crispy's point 14 is a juggernaut but there's a lot of M mmos like you say mmos do shift shift a lot of <laughs> i don't know the, the name recognition uh, stuff like yeah, that you know, i'm just again, i, I kind of what i'm saying is it's that, like kind of like halo yeah. for PlayStation and it's not even owned by them and and that's the the that's issue where I go and say I, yeah. I'm I'm with everybody on the future but yeah. how long is that gonna take and you know the, I'm gonna like go I my say, other the, way the issue the issue I've got specifically isn't with the, the MMO stuff because that stuff works like even 11 was popular um but when we're talking about their mainline titles they've not been done like outside of the seven remake which again is in parts outside of that their mainline titles have been floundering for years yeah um yeah like 13 was okay for the first one the next two were desperately underperformed um and rightfully so they were terrible games uh <laughs> they're bad games and very convoluted in terms yeah. of their um, 15 um was 15 was a 10 year dev cycle was a mess <laughs> And they rushed the last couple of chapters. Now I loved fifteen, um, but unfortunately, it wasn't to everyone's taste. I didn't 16, like it. I hated yeah. it, to be honest with you. Yeah, exactly. I, I hated it. <laughs> I gave it a try, but no. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's it's unfortunately the mainline titles are suffering. The MMO is doing really well, and Final Fantasy fans specifically have said this game has got a better story than any of the Final Fantasies have for God knows how long, and that's coming from an MMO. Um, so. <laughs> Although the Final Fantasy name on the MMOs front very much v still extremely popular and rightfully so because it's it's winning multiple awards for what it's doing on the MMO space, the the mainline titles aren't doing great at all. They need some serious management issues sorted out before they become popular again. Well, it, listen, let, let, let's let I, I just want I want to grab uh, crispy. I got to get the mag and we got to get our, our everborn and then we got to get into this WB stuff We're already an hour in folks. If you're enjoying the, the show, please consider uh, hitting the like button. Obviously, uh, one press of the button you're in. That's it. No, we don't charge you. 
And if you're new to finding the channel for the first time, consider subscribing. I want to thank Skywalker UAV1 for becoming a channel member. Thanks so much, brother. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, Crispy, you said uh, you you said you want to you want to get in and out with this one. Uh, shocked or not shocked that uh, Embrace a group uh, picked up Crystal D and uh, uh, Edios Montreal. Not shocked. Um, let's be honest, and, and I'm going to go real quick to the people that are, you know, kind of get crazy about it. Like, uh, how dare you do this? How how does Microsoft not get it? Would you rather? Anybody ever play that game in their life? Would you <laughs> yeah, rather? Yep. Would you rather have Helios have Crystal D, or would you rather have the entire gaming division of WB? Yeah, well, would I you mean, rather that? Would you rather? I'm, I, I'm just saying. No, Discovery and AT and T basically merged. Okay. So one company is going to have executives that are more important than the other. If they go TV and movie, okay, and they continue to go that way, which, you know, let's be honest, Discovery Plus is the more successful platform at this point. Correct? Anybody have a problem with that? Okay. So we we look at that and you go and say, if discovery is the lead, because I'm actually in a merger in my company and I'm starting to see this merger become the other company. Okay. The company that was actually technically in debt at a certain point actually filed for bankruptcy or was damn close. And I'm seeing them doing things that we wouldn't do. You understand what I'm saying? Cause I've been working for my company for 15 years. So what I'm saying is, is there something there that Discovery and AT&T, they're just like, okay, you know, we're, we're you know, doing mobile, like, or, you know, we're a mobile platform and, and we do that thing and, you know, we provide services for people and then, you know, Discovery is like, well, we do like TV, a lot of TV, you know what I mean? And it's like, they're probably all agreeing because they're like, what do we do with this gaming division? Which is done well, but also done not so well. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, well, we could sell it for a lot more than it's worth at this point. You know what I mean? So what I'm saying is, is that would you rather, and, and for Xbox to be in the Activision deal, that's the whole point. It's it, it, They have to get that through first because regardless of how people feel about those IPs, they are far more lucrative and far more valuable to Microsoft than anything that's going on right now. And Embracer yeah. Group, uh, I, and that's where I go and say the future, I agree with. Embracer Group could absolutely get bought out by Microsoft in a second and actually be like Bethesda deal like three, four months later, like it's done. It's over with like it. We're talking like billions upon billions. And then you're talking like hundreds of millions. Like what would they, they paid 300 million for embrace. Yeah. Just, just for context folks. Uh, uh, what, um, what, what embrace group paid for, uh, three or four studios that included 50 IPs. 
Sony SIE PlayStation paid $300 million for Insomniac Games. Now, Insomniac Games was a freaking steal because they have been the the literally the backbone of Sony for the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, spe- specifically for the PlayStation 5 so far. Um, but uh, yeah, just, just how, how much they how much how much they pay for Bungie? Boom, three point six billion dollars. Think about that, and that's all about one game with its multiplayer. Well, and they they, yeah. they agreed to things that they would not normally do. Yeah, and I feel if you're if you're lucky, if you're a Final Fantasy fan, because I know a lot of Xbox gamers that would love to play that, and it's not my bag. I I don't. It's not my game. I just I, I don't get it. But that's fine, okay? My point is, is that Sony takes that away. That is it, even the hope of it being there. That is a big deal to some gamers. And I, I give them credit. But at the same time, I got to give huge credit to Embracer Group because they've been constantly under the radar, yet they have the most devs in gaming. Yeah. Like, come on. Studios. You know what I'm saying? So I, I go and say, you know what? They have shown that they can, you know, nurture, you know, a gaming community because there's always a community when it comes to a decent game. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be perfect, but there's always a community. And they've nurtured them and they said, you know what, this this studio needs more time than usual. And that's where I go and say it makes total sense that Microsoft would be like, you know what, we're just going to buy you all and it's going to cost, you know, about the same as what we did for Bethesda at this point. Yeah, I mean, and it's going to happen, obviously, after the Activision deal. The Activision deal is far more important. It involves mobile. It involves the biggest IP in gaming history, even over Madden, people. Come on. Think so, about it. Crispy, you I'm going to tell you why Embracer sits under the radar like it does. It's Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, um, Epic, you know, these companies, they're plat. I mean, Epic's not a platform holder, but these are well known platform style holders. When you think of the Embracer Group, and, and honestly, I, I'm surprised it, they're not listed as such, it's almost like they're a venture capital company that yep. just, exactly. it just pays for They want to be traded. They want to be traded. I'll tell right. you right now, Microsoft's all about that life. You know that. Come on. Let's be honest. Like, like the the things that they've created and destroyed at the same time. Like they bought Nokia. <laughs> Nobody remembers that, do they? Oh yes, they do. I had a Nokia. <laughs> I do. You know what I'm saying? But and then they turned it. They tried to turn it into the basically what the Surface Duo is now. That's what they tried to turn into the Windows Phone. You know what I'm saying? And they use Nokia's technology, like they are all about buying like companies that are on the right track and they feel like they could help, but also they can also just be like, Oh, you're done. But you don't really hear people like, Oh, I lost my job and everything. Like all of a sudden they get absorbed into the company. Like wow. Microsoft's very smart about that stuff. They, they, you hear few and far between that. Somebody got laid off. Now you don't you don't normally hear that for uh, for for uh, for my. They use them in different ways. What they the way they want, and, and and can you have a problem with that? They want to make money at the end of the day. They have investors. They have shareholders. They have all that. They got to make money. And if they don't make money, they don't have a job. That's the way it rolls. And yeah. is there a problem with that? Because I live with that every day myself. 
Yeah, no, you know no, you, 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 you are 100% right. But what I want to do is I want to just, uh, Crispy, I'm going to come back to you because we're going to be getting into WB momentarily. Let's get into, let's get to bring the mag and then the Everborn. And then we're going to reverse order it because I, I don't want to hold mag past nine o'clock. And it looks like we're going to go into a little bit of overtime. Mag, yes, sir. Uh, listen, let, let, let's talk about um, Embrace a group here. Uh, this right. this was a power move. I didn't see it coming. I'm going to be honest with you. They shocked me with it, to be honest with you. But at the end of the day, uh, Tomb Raider is going to be multi-plat. Uh, and, I, and I don't see it being like, you know, Sony running to the door to lock it behind their box. I, I, they, Embrace Group has a good, uh, g- good working relationship with Microsoft. I can see Microsoft dropping the bag to get these games day and date and game pass. That's yep. the exclusivity. Yep. What are your thoughts on Crystal Dynamics and now Square Enix? I mean, Square Enix, uh, Edios Montreal uh, joining Embracer. It's fine with me. Same same reason. Like, I have no issue with this. Um, you know, there, there was that little part of me that just said, you know, because we talked about it on the show multiple times about how, you know, Microsoft, they were just, they were just a perfect fit for Microsoft. And they, then, and then they, when we I heard, still think that they are. But yeah, yeah. And then when we heard about how they were going to be working with, um, uh, with uh, the, the initiative there on uh, Perfect Dark, we're like, there it is. Yep. There it is. That's the writing on the wall that they, these guys are basically part of the crew already. And remember, we even talked about it. We're like, you know what? They're probably part of it. They're just going to announce it at the E3 show or whatever, right? Um, didn't turn out that way. But guess what? Doesn't matter to me. Doesn't affect me. It's still third party. I still believe what you're saying. Boom. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll take what you're saying. And I agree with it 100%. I'm going to run with it and just say, you know what? I can see them dropping the bag and saying, listen, okay, you guys acquired that. Listen, this is what we're going to do. Sony's going to buy the the Eastern division of Square Enix, okay, the Japanese division, I could see that 100% happening. Yep. And then, you know what? They can have it. Go right ahead. I'm not going to, you know, poop talk it or anything like that. Go ahead, do your thing. That That is not my bag. Final Fantasies are not my bag or anything like that, whatever. So um, anyway, the thing is, at the same time, they could take these other ones, and now Microsoft can go to Embracer and say, hey, listen, just like you say, drop the bag, get these games in the Game Pass. You need the content. But for me, the two cardinal rules of this deal were – one, keep it out of the hands of the Chinese government. That was my number one. Number two was keep it out of the hands of Sony. And it's not because I don't like Sony. It's because I don't want to pay 100 bucks for Tomb Raider. There you go. Okay? That's what it is, $105 for Tomb Raider. I don't care if it's exclusive. I got two PS5s now, not one, two. You hear that? Pony 420, I got two. How many you got? But anyway, the point is this. It probably doesn't around. have any, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> no kidding, right? Yeah, they got Twitter. Um, anyways, <laughs> the thing, <laughs> right? Here's the thing. I've got those systems. So you know what? That's fine. And you know what? You make it exclusive, also fine. What's not fine is me having to pay those exorbitant fees, extra fees on top of like, you know, like I could buy a game for like 70 bucks, 80 bucks, whatever, with tax included. I don't want to pay an extra 25 just because it's on the Sony system. It's ridiculous ridiculous so i'm glad it's not there however just like what asante was talking about in 2025 when the landscape changes maybe those games go all go uh, all go day and date on the on the top tier of sony's um uh whatever uh, the, their little ps plus whatever the hell you want to call it anyways premium back to embracer um couple things 300 million dollars what a steal uh i mean that's that's that you're basically just like 
that's a fire sale to me. You know what I'm saying? You know what that's like? That's like walking into KB Toy Stores. It's just about to go out of business. 90% off of everything. Right. And you walk to the back of the video game aisle, and it's gone. There's nothing left there. But then you look in the top shelf, and there's that sealed NES that everyone yeah. forgot. It's dusty, and yeah. it's sealed. It's worth a, uh, How much is that? Oh, give me 10 bucks for it. We're going out of business anyway. You sell it for, uh, for 20 grand. That's what it's yeah, like. Yeah, no kidding. Exactly. And you know that and you and boom boom you nailed it, brother. And then and let me tell you also nail the fact that like this this reminds me of the Insomniac deal. What was that? Two hundred something million dollars? Three hundred I mean, million. Same thing. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right, there you go. Satya Nadella could have found that in the change under his couch cushions. I've said that before. And he could have bought that company. You know what I'm saying? But the point is it didn't happen. And that's fine. That's the way that that's the way that you know the, the bones lay it that way. That's the way it goes. But anyways, the thing is when it comes to that uh, square enix situation, the east, they're whores. Let's face it, okay? They, whoever throws money at them, that's where they're going. But see, the thing is, what I'm seeing with them is that I feel like my personal feeling is I feel that they just don't want the responsibility of having to run the like the, the publishing arm anymore. I think they want, like, just like you guys were saying, I don't think it's just about NFTs and all this other bullshit that they're talking about and the blockchain stuff, which, of course, my friend won't tell me about. But anyways, the point is, it's all. I think that's all part of it, but I think they just don't want the responsibility anymore. They want to yep. put out the product, put out the IPs, and they want someone else to worry about it. Because, you know, as Dutch was even saying, okay, the management has been a problem for a very long time. Put them into a very stringent situation like Sony doesn't. You know what? You can say whatever you want about Sony. They don't put up with any crap from their developers. I'll tell you that right now. And they don't put, any, put up with any crap from any of their teams. Okay? Crunch. Get used to it, sucker. They don't put up with any crap from their fans either. Yeah, well, that's a hundred percent true as well. Yeah, they're yeah. they're a, they're a hard nosed business, but I gotta tell you, I'm not happy about that when the fan the fan thing because you know we're the ones who basically keeping their lights on. Let's face it. But the thing is, they they you know they they obviously have a much more stringent management uh, uh, design of what the way that they run their business. I think that they would be actually. I, I think they flourish under Sony. That's my personal feeling. Um. The other thing is, I, I was going to say, is that, uh, you know, you look at all the people who are bitching that Microsoft could have done it. Guys, you got to remember, just as if we've already said, look at the bigger picture, okay? You got the ABK deal. It's a way bigger deal, okay? This is like kind of like you got a girl, and you see the other girl, and then you try to go after the other girl, and then you lose both girls, and then you're just left single. That's what would happen if Microsoft Great starts- analogy. Love it. But it, but isn't it true though? It is. You know what I mean. You got true. one girl on your arm. Right. You're kind of thinking about getting that side chick, and then you go get after her, and you lose them both because they find out. Let me tell you something. This well, is not well hold on, Mag. Yeah, Mag. And I, I, I don't want to put this bad juju in the air, but now that you uh, <clears throat> brought that up, yeah, we all believe the ABK deal is going to go through, but anything could happen because politicians are no, going to politicians. Done. No, it's going through. Right? Warren Buffett I, just, I, I, just went from 1% I, I to 10%. No, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What a deal. world it would be if Microsoft missed out on this and WB Games because they were worried about ABK and then some politician does something stupid. And the deal doesn't go. Well, that's why I played the game. Would you you rather? I agree with you. Know what? You know where I came up with that. I hope the politicians got a lot of money to spend in court because they wouldn't. Exactly. No, no. The FCC is going to have to win in court. They can't afford it, and they're going to lose. Yeah, they can't turn it. They can't stop it from happening. What they can do is they can sue. Right. That's that's the thing. But why though? Like, what would be the end game for them? They're, they're like, I understand that. elections are coming up and stuff, right? They're trying. Everybody's going for clout right now. This is not the time for this. Nobody but... wants to lose the gamer vote. Let me tell you that. 
Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Everborn is the one who actually br- got me. Uh, that, that analogy popped into my head when he was talking about, saying, like, God forbid, you know, the, the WB thing kind of slips through the fingers. I'm not going to get into it. I'm sure he's going to get into it. Yeah, but, well, you know, we're going to come back thing. around here with but, the WB and whether or not, because, uh, again, price is going to make the difference on whether or not they can grab NetherRealm. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that that's a whole other ball game. But anyways, I had, like I said, uh, long story longer. I have no issue with this whole situation. Uh, I have no problem paying for the IP. You know, I'm not. I'm you know, I'm not like a complete cheapo. I be you know, I game share with someone anyway. I'll be- get it for forty bucks for every brand new game. Don't worry about it. Not a problem. Or it's gonna end up in Game Pass. Last thing before I pa- uh, pass off the mic, it almost seemed like, and I actually talked to her today about it. It almost seemed like it was like a premonition. My go, my home girl Highland Bunny was wearing a Soul Reaver shirt three days ago, and I. I mentioned and i'm like man it's been a long time since i've seen that soul uh, since i've seen soul reaver and she's like right you know and all of a sudden this happens isn't that weird i thought it was kind of weird but it, it, no cer- certainly <laughs> interesting for sure everborn i i'm going to give you the mic but you're going to take this on for two for 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 a twofer uh and then we're going to go backwards uh i want you to talk about the deal but i want you then to talk about to t- t- tell the t- to people why the uh, again, WB Games as a whole is not coming home to Microsoft. It's just not going to happen. Uh, it, it's just not going to happen. Um, but that doesn't mean that NetherRealm Studios and Mortal Kombat can't come home to Xbox. And of course, as long as it stays under 100 million, it's not going to get any regulatory BS. Uh, 95 I, million, but yes. What is it? 95 million. But I yes. thought, okay, so 95 million. All right, so 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 talk about Embracer. What are your thoughts on the deal? But more importantly, how can Microsoft uh, bring home Mortal Kombat and make that an exclusive uh, in a genre that they do not own? Okay. <clears throat> so there's a few things here, and I tonight am maybe choosing to be uh, the bad guy here. So, uh, oh, you right. choosing to be the bad guy? Oh, no, that never I'm just happens. saying, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> this is hey, devil's hello. advocate dissenting Super opinion tonight. <laughs> Here we go. So, um, the whole embracer group thing, um, I think that I like, I, I don't know what this means for Tomb Raider going forward. I don't know that embracer group with their acquisitions have proved that they have successfully brought back any of our favorite IPs that they happen to own. It, to me, and this is why I made the New York Knicks reference, it seems like they're just buying these IPs and sort of sitting on them. And, and the output that they are, um, that, that we've seen from them has, like THQ wasn't listed on Publishers of the Year last year, right? So- right. What what are they doing with those IPs and what evidence do we have that um, we know they want to mine the IPs, but what evidence do we have that they will bring us quality? I don't know that we can that we can say that. Right. Well, you so, know what? To that to, to that point, they did bring bring back Kingdoms of Amalur, and they said they did all this amazing work to it. It's one of my favorite games of last gen and I couldn't finish it. It was that bad. So <laughs> it was that bad. Yeah. So there you go, right? So 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 this is the thing, and and then you know, I, and and this is what I mean. I I feel like we could be in a world where you know, Embracer Group is just where your favorite uh, defunct IPs go to die. It's like a retirement home, right? Oh. <laughs> so uh, what do you want me to say, right? 
I wouldn't be surprised if their headquarters were in Florida. Now, um, wow, <laughs> wow, there you go. What's wrong with wow. Florida? So, so wow. Meridians, come on, man. Wow. Okay, He's so that's that, 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 where all us Jews go to retire. Th- there we go. <laughs> So the other thing is the $300 million price tag. I think that is very eye-opening, right? We talked about uh, Crystal Dynamics with Tomb Raider alone being a billion-dollar purchase, right? Yep. $300 million is getting you the developer of Guardians of the Galaxy and the Tomb Raider. 50 IP, IP by the way. Right? Tomb Raider and 49 other IPs, including uh, Deuce deus ex or deus ex whatever you call it right so and and we have to look at right as much as we hold these ips in our heart when you are valuing an acquisition it is going to be nuts and bolts numbers right and so they looked at the fact that those ips were on the decline right like they put out several tomb raider movies they sold 88 million copies of Tomb Raider in its lifetime, 38 million from the reboot, but it was trending downward. They put out a movie that trended downward, right? And so if the one thing about this this $300 million price tag tells me is that Sony got robbed by Bungie. And I think uh, Just Spud was saying that in the chat when we first started, Right. How are, is this 300 million versus Bungie being 3.6 billion, right? Somebody square that circle for me. And I think it all goes by when you look at the fundamentals, when you look at the merchandising sales, when you look at the transmedia sales, when you look at the, 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 the trend of the game sales and social media mentions, um, I think you come up with with a number of what these things are worth. I do also think if it went to Microsoft, they would have paid more for it. But oh, the there's other, no doubt about it. They would have right, paid more. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I don't think Microsoft would have got the sufferer's price is what I'm saying, right? You don't go into the mechanic with a BMW and say, hey, can you, can you hook me up? They say, <laughs> no, you're driving a BMW, <laughs> right? Yeah. So again- um, So are you saying Ingrace Group is a Pinto? Hey, no, I'm yes, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying, right? So, very practical vehicles, <laughs> right? They, they might, you're not charging Microsoft that. So that being said, I, I don't think we can put this like on film. Not that anyone is, but it, I, we, you know, we say it's a miss for Microsoft. I think we all have to take into account that Activision Blizzard is not only the largest deal Microsoft has ever done; it is one of the largest tech deals in history. Yes, of, of that is US, correct. Right? Yep, that is correct. And because of that, there are more eyeballs on this thing than just the Xbox division. And they are not leaving anything to chance. They, they're, they, they're ready to go to court for this thing, as Tim Dog says. Yep. But because of that, we're not letting anyone or any small studio even give us one bad headline. Because so much of this is playing out in the court of public opinions and politicians want to use this for grandstanding. So we're not giving them any ammo. So Phil could have gone to Amy Hood and she could have said, sit your ass down. Finish this deal, whichever way it goes, and then we'll talk about that. And because of that, because of that, I think we have to take a step back. And I think we 
realistically, pragmatically, should not uh, talk about any acquisitions from Microsoft. I don't care what it is. I don't care who the guy, right? Uh, until this deal is done. And the problem so, with that, I, I said this on today's show, and I said it to Kay Asante. I, I think this is the first of many uh, publishers slash developers Microsoft is going to miss out on because of ABK. Right. And this is the problem. This deal, and before we all also, another thing I want to I want to bring up, right? We all think, hey, this deal is going to go through. It's going to close this year. When Microsoft announced they were going to uh, acquire Bethesda, they said it'll take us six months. You know how long it actually took them? Five right. months and three weeks, right? Their people are very good at predicting these things. So I yeah, think they this, said summer of 23. Right. So again, I don't think it, I, I think we should give them some credit because they have some of the smartest people in the world working for them. They probably know how long this is going to take take to close. So I don't think we can count on that deal closing this year. I think when it closes, it's probably going to be at the earliest of March. Between March and June is when that uh, thing closes. Next year. And that's from my knowledge uh, on what you're saying. And you're making very good, interesting points. Was this deal announced and or you know uh, publicly broadcast before or after the war situation? Before, uh, before, before, before. Uh, it was announced. Will uh, that factor changed the equation because that's a big deal. Uh, um, I mean, I mean the, the government, government work and everything. So, will that war delay or quicken things? I think it could do either or. What do you well, think? Um, I don't know that it's going to have an effect, right? The FTC doesn't have anything to do with these wars, right? So they oh, no, no, do their job. That. I understand that, but let's assume we are in a part in, in the equation where they have concessions that they need to be made. Microsoft says, nope, take us to court. Do you think they have the funds to fight? They battle? will not. They will lose war. in court, now. and they do not have uh, the money uh, to they, do they, it. They're not, they're not going to go against the defense budget of, of what Microsoft already has. You know what I'm saying? Like, come well, on. I th yes, I think there are bigger fish to fry when it when it really comes to it. But that doesn't mean they don't slow roll it. And maybe we'll see these things move faster after the midterms, right? Mm. So get yeah, to November what, what, of this year. There's no point in grandstanding after that, right? But you got through your election. What's the end game to dragging it out? That's the thing. This is what I I never understood about about these senators even bringing this up at all what who are they who are they grandstanding to to make this an issue you hate well, big, it's, it's not right? it's, watch it's me, not watch me slay big evil tech in public for your 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 amusement that's what yeah and that's the thing I, it's I mean, not could it this, just be this, for attention but the again the politicians don't really matter right it is what no. lena khan says and if lena khan and the biden administration say they're that uh, they're against big tech buyouts, then um, that's, you know, then they need to show that they mean what they say, right? At least as a message to other big tech firms, right? So it doesn't matter what tweets whoever puts out, right? Whatever politician puts out, that doesn't matter. They're not reviewing the deal, right? Uh, the FTC is reviewing the deal. And don't forget about the EU. And there is just that EU. risk, though, right? There is that risk that if enough of them make enough hay, it kind of causes sure. public 
opinion to to to, to shift a bit, and Khan might have to take a bit more closer look because of. I Seth. think I think Khan is doing her due diligence either way. That's besides the point. Um, no, no, okay. So I I just I'm just saying that uh, perhaps Microsoft because they were clear with the Bethesda deal and they were pretty spot on with how long it took, they're probably clear with this. So maybe it doesn't close this so year. Maybe what it I want to do year. is I want to, I want to circle, I want to circle back around to WB. Yes. I'm, co- to I'm, I'm, I'm coming right there. I'm coming okay. right there. All right. So all that being said, Warner brothers, right? Discovery, right? We have, we, 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 we saw Imran Khan's reporting. Right. We know that uh, they are trying to tighten the belt. We see David Zasloff, who's running this new WB Discovery thing. He's saying they don't want to be about uh, quantity. They want to be about quality, which means they want to cancel a bunch of stuff. And a lot of people are probably going to lose their jobs. Right. And one thing uh, that kind of squares with that is, again, the Imran Khan reporting that they want to sell their game studios, right? And then license the IP because they need to get lean because Discovery is one third of the value that they had to borrow. Their market cap before this purchase was about one third of the value of uh, what they bought Warner Brothers for, for, for that merger. So they don't really have the money to just uh, figure things out as they go along. They have to move quick. They got to tighten the belt. So they need to sell these studios. And because there is that need, they're going to want to unload some of these studios, make that licensing money, get money coming in to pay the debts that they had to borrow to buy the thing. The question is, because there's such an urgent need, just like with Crystal Dynamics, does Microsoft miss out on a much needed studio that fill, fills a hole in their portfolio nope. just because of that this Activision Blizzard deal, which probably won't close until next year. And I think they do. And I would love it. I am right there with you, boom. They need NetherRealm. The same way they needed Crystal Dynamics because they don't have a fighting publisher and they don't have a lot. They have some triple-A third-person narrative over the story, story-driven developers, right? So right. again, these are these are studios that will, with notable IP that will fit holes and they are going to miss out because they're buying Activision Blizzard. And for their bottom line, yes, it makes sense. But as a hardcore, I don't want to call myself a hardcore gamer, but I'm a gamer uh, and I, uh, and it is very unfortunate to me. And I wonder what else they're going to miss out on. They're not going to get Yubi. They're probably it can't sounds get like an WB. animated version of Sonic is a, crying a tear somewhere in the corner. Right. Somewhere. And if, I, and I, if Sega, I, I swear to God, everybody, and I close with this, I swear for God, <laughs> if Sega becomes available and they can't pounce on it because they're stuck with this Activision Blizzard deal, they're handcuffed to this dead hooker, it is. Wow. I am going to lose my worse shite. than now. <laughs> worse than now. That was I, the best it, thing I've heard all night. Stop standing on the street corner, my friend. Oh, I'm my Let him not miss out on Sega because they're trying to buy Damn. Activision Blizzard. No, you know what though? So, Everborn's got a point. This is, but you know what the thing is though? Everybody knows that Microsoft's got they, they got the bag out. They got the wallet open, right? So I think that everybody's going to play this differently. They're not all going to just start yeah. jumping out there and saying, we're up for sale, we're up for sale. They're going to wait. 
Thank you. There, there, you, there could be some wait. potential waiting there. Yeah. Yeah. Sega. Sega is not in. That's just, Sammy. Sammy Holdings is not in dire straits because remember, no. Sega also owns that, Atlas. That Sonic Box Office. Well, and right, but they also own oh. Atlas, which is doing quite well with their IPs too. Yeah. Uh, you know, Yakuza does very well. Persona does very well. These companies, Sega's. If Sega really wants to be bought, right. And or if Sammy really wants to sell them, that's really the 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 piece of this. And and if they really want to go to Microsoft, they it, there's nothing wrong with saying, Phil, when you're done, give me a call. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me say one last thing. I think their next target, because people think Microsoft is playing around. Some, I think their next target is Valve. And. Well, I mean, and he's getting out of business. People, Gabe Newell wants to retire, yeah, brother. Exactly. You know? And people said, and they'll be ready right around the time when this deal is done. Somebody said to me the other day that Microsoft is like the 95, 96 Bulls. I said, no, yeah. Microsoft whoa, right now whoa, is like whoa, the 95, whoa. 96 Microsoft. You think yes. they playing around? No, you're right. He's right. Yeah, no. I mean, listen. He, he, you you bring up a great. You, you uh, brought uh, the bulls uh, in there. I yeah. Well, listen, about that. That, that, that bulls yeah. era was ridiculous, by the way. Um, but listen, Mag. Yeah. Um, one of the things I think Xbox fans are going to have to get used to is missing out on deals. Um, and I have a strong suspicion that unless Mortal Kombat could be brought, like everyone was saying, under ninety-five uh, a million dollars. Um, that they don't pounce on it, and even if they, even if it's close, maybe Microsoft just does one of these and crosses the arms and just sits there and just like, listen, sorry, you know, yeah. we are beca- because, like I said, this deal with Activision Blizzard is so monumentally important to the studio. Yeah, I mean to the publisher that I mean it's it's the again, future boom. It's it, the future it, it, of their studio. Future. It's it's going to print money yeah. when when. When you can tell the hardcore fan that is going to go and and be able to play uh, Call of Duty in Game Pass day and date, they're going to tell a friend who's not a hardcore. And that unhardcore, the normie, as I call them, is going to tell a bunch of other normies. And they're going to be like, where are you playing Call of Duty? Well, I'm playing on Xbox. Oh, man, you're not on PlayStation anymore? No, because Xbox Game Pass, $15. And I get and, and what you know what the side the, the tagline is going to be? I get Call of Duty for free because that's what everyone said. That's what everyone equates it for. Oh, I got I got Call of Duty for you. What do you mean you got it for free? Oh yeah, this Game Pass thing. I'm selling my PlayStation. Or I I, I am telling you when the deal happens, when the deal happens, and it's going to happen, the generation is over. It is over for Sony. I don't yep. care who else they go out and buy. Yep. It is over for Sony. Correct. Market leader. Third place is where they're going to be sitting. Correct. To to that point, I know there's a lot of like talk in the community with us, like the the hardcore gamers or whatever, but casuals, like there's no casuals. 85% of the market is casual. Exactly. There's no no decision to make. And Microsoft knows that. That's why it doesn't matter if it's multi-plat. There is no decision. If there is one box where you are getting this thing included in your subscription, and one box where you are not, and they want you to pay 60 or $70 for it, 
any normal non-zealot person is going to take the one where you get it for free. And yeah. yes, it is free because if you are playing Call of Duty, you are playing multiplayer, which means you are paying a subscription for PlayStation Plus. That's correct. Right? Yeah. So you will effectively, with your subscription, get Call of Duty for free. And and Timmy's mom is going to have an orgasm when she sees that one ninety nine with Todd on the box, or when she sees me. Either way, um, either or, either or. But but, but t- please, but, but please take it away, Meg. What, I mean, what what are your thoughts on it? Is missing out for the next 10, uh, 12, 18 months is something that Xbox fans going to be like? Well, I guess we didn't get Mortal Kombat. Oops, I guess we didn't get this. Yeah, I don't. I don't see unless Sony's going to be picking them up. Uh, I don't see it being a major problem, um, and I don't think uh, Sony's going to have the capital because look at they no. just spent three point six billion, and they're going to get Square Enix. Square, yeah, Square Enix, even with the shedding of the uh, of uh, of Crystal and Eidos, is still a six billion dollar deal. But but yeah. don't sleep. Discovery just bought Warner Brothers, which was worth three times as them. Yeah. Right? They can borrow money. Don't sleep. Sony can get it, even if they don't have the cash in hand. They can get the money. True. Yep. Yeah, they can. They can. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. It? But what I'm thinking is going to happen is this. But here's the thing. And Everborn, you brought this up, okay? About how if someone's going to pay X amount of dollars, they know Microsoft's going to pay X amount of dollars plus another 20% on top of that, right? Because they have the capital, okay? And so they're like, oh, it's Microsoft? Well, we're going to be charging you whatever, $90 a share Premium. instead of instead of $60, whatever, right? So, and then people will wait. If they if they can sustain their business for X amount of months, or maybe a year, or maybe two years, then they will wait for Microsoft. There's no rush, okay? So I actually don't think that they're going to lose out on it. Yes, there's a worry. To me, there's a bit of a worry going, oh man, you don't want WB to slip through your fingers. But now here's it. Let's get into this WB thing real quick. You know, you've got the head of discovery here, Okay. This guy's a pain in the ass, but he's smart. Okay, he's smart. Because what's the first thing he said? The first thing he said when he was talking about it, he goes like, get those WB superhero shows out of here, that trash. Yeah, well, well, that's the first thing. That's the first thing. Uh, What was it? All the CW shows? Bye. Bye. Okay, you get that discount uh, superhero uh, baloney out of here. Okay, it's gone. Okay, but here's the other thing he says. He said, we're sitting on all this DC property. He goes, we're talking, he goes, whether it's on film or whether it's digital, we're sitting on all this IP. We need to capitalize on this, right? And he's 100% correct. That is the cash cow. When you had 15 years ago, well, 15 years ago, yeah, about 15 years ago or so, okay, you had the Dark Knight trilogy cracking a billion dollars a film. Now they can't even crack 500 million with, quote, the best Batman ever made, which is the biggest <laughs> load of crap I ever heard. But anyways, they could barely crack 500 million. Well, yeah. maybe six hundred million, whatever it is, right? But the thing is, those other movies were cracking a billion like this in like three weeks a month, and he's sitting there going, "Why aren't we doing this again?" So you know what's going to happen? I think that he, I, unless this is the problem, if they want to get rid of their those studios, they're going to have to be willing to give the IPs with it, yeah, or at least. The light, you know what I'm saying? At least like the light, they have to let go of the of the IPs. Okay, they gotta let go of the DC characters, they gotta let go of the licenses, which they will never do. I don't think this David Zaslov character, however you pronounce his last name. I like I could see that he's in a bit of a rock and a hard place. He needs to dump these studios, but nobody wants to dump uh, nobody wants to pick up these studios just for the people. They want Batman. 
They want whatever. They want all these other. They want all the other IP. They want Harry Potter. Okay. They want all the other IPs that they're work that uh, WB works on. They want the Suicide Squads. They want the Supermans. They want the whatevers. Right. Okay. They want that. They don't want Joe, who's working in you know aisle three at his at his at his computer. They don't care about that. They they could buy a million of those people. Those people line up every day and and uh, you know and apply it to, to work at Microsoft. All right, that's not the, that's not what they want. They want the IPs, and that's a, that's why I think Microsoft pushed away from the table a couple years ago when we were talking about this in 2020. Right, the first time we went around, Microsoft sat at the table. Listen, to what they had to say. I don't think that they were willing to give up the IP, and they pushed away from the table. Now, I think that there's still going to be a problem, and that's going to continue to be a problem, is that I don't think that uh, David there is going to want to give up those IPs. He wants to capitalize on those IPs. The only thing that I could see them doing is that if they dump the pro- if they dump these studios, let's say, and then they sell, okay, they get acquired, let's say, by Microsoft or whatever, then they're going to have to work out separate deals for the licensing and the IPs and everything else. That's where it gets messy. Microsoft doesn't want to waste their time with this baloney. Yep. They don't. They just want it. They're like, listen, we don't want to do back alley deals with you every time we want to make a new Batman game. They're like, just give us Batman. We'll dump you the cash. But the thing is, I think that this David Sasloff, there's looking at the long. God, I can never say his name properly. Um, They're looking at the long. Sasloff. He's looking at the long game. And he wants that Dark Knight to be making a billion dollars a movie again. He wants the Man of Steel to be making a billion dollars a movie again. He wants those games to be selling 15 to 20 million copies. Okay? And same with the Harry Potter IPs and whatever else they get, they've got going on over there. Right? So I don't, I'm, I'm really, really not 100% sure where this is going to go. As for NetherRealm, that's the one thing that I could see as like a bit of a wild card because they're not owned by... I mean, there's no third-party licensing there like with DC or anything like that, right? Uh, so I could see that maybe going, but like that's the not The question is how move. much though. That's... What? I don't know, but that's not enough to move the meter for me. NetherRealm is big, but it'd be like, all right, we got NetherRealm. They release one game every five years. Like... You know what I'm saying? You're like, okay, that's great. It's wonderful. I mean, their games are amazing. Let's face it. Come on. Mortal Kombat's amazing. I I think you could get them if Tomb Raider and all these studios went the way it went for 300 million. Why can't you buy one studio that releases a game every five years and put out a movie where the box office uh, pooped all over the place. More than yeah, it was, it was it was a massive loss, left and right. Yeah, right, it was. Right I mean, there were multiple yeah. reasons there. A, I didn't like the movie. I didn't think it was good. It was and then terrible. second of all, it was during Horrible. a pa- pandemic, and they dropped it on uh, what's it called? Their uh, the, the HBO, well, not HBO. Was it HBO it, Max? HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They dropped yeah. it on HBO Max. Right. So like there it is. And so they lost all this revenue for you know ticket sales, whatever. Anyways, the thing is, it's just such a it's. It's so hard. Like, and the problem is, once again, it boils down to what we talked about two years ago. I think the story has not changed. Is that they still need to let go of the IP from their, you know, from, yeah, that's from their uh, grip. Matt, I was looking for the tweet. Uh, actually, uh, um, Jeff Grubb, good friend of the program, actually tweeted something very. He said that, that the reason why they can't sell is because they refuse to give the IP with the sale. Well, there you but go. Here, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. I think a way through this is to it's the the way they license it. So what I think buyers would be more interested in is the kind of license that EA has for and the NFL, where it renews every ten years, 
or like EA used to have with Star Wars or like okay. uh, Ubisoft has with, with Tom Clancy. It needs to be one of those in perpetuity or for a very okay. long period of time, 10 years, 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. But I don't think yeah. they'll do that either. You know why? Because WB or Discovery is going to look at it and say, no, 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 no. We're not going to sign a 10-year because if we give you a Batman game and the Batman game makes $500 million, we're going to ask for more when we the, when you when you ask to make a sequel, yeah. Yeah. right? That's They're exactly going to want to why no one wants to buy it for that because then you're going to do all of that work to to put into this IP and have the game make more than the movies, and then they're going to want to come raise the price on you after you did your due diligence to bring the character to where it should be. Exactly, but that's what they're going to do, but that's what the owners are going to do. Look at those assholes at Sony. Excuse my language uh, yeah, with the right. whole Spider Man situation. You know what I'm saying? They keep they, they they you know they keep putting uh, Disney in a in a in an arm bar every they're, time they, that Disney wants to move forward. That. And Disney's the one who took Spider Man out of the dumpster. Yeah. Don't you guys think that that's you know possibly I mean? why WB is having a hard time getting these suitors because they're looking 100%. at what what Sony 100%. is doing with with Disney and they're going no exactly. we don't want that 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 uh, ex-wife relationship that you can't get rid of. You know what I'm saying? They always got that upper hand, Asante. They always got that upper hand. Whenever Disney says, "Look what we did." We just mm -hmm. we just turned your Spider Man that got canceled basically because it was trash. It was terrible. Okay, and then yeah. they turned it into two billion dollars a picture, and that was all Disney's hard work, not Sony. Sony didn't do squat; they did nothing. But then, what? But at the end of the day, what do they do? They can grab your thumb and go, "What'd you say? What'd you say?" <laughs> okay, they could do that. Well, to because you. in the end, at the end, Mag, they nope. still own it, and that's the thing. That's it's, what it's... I'm saying. And WB still wants that leverage over Microsoft. They do not want to give up on that because there is the possibility that Microsoft releases a dark. Uh, what is it called? The uh, the Arkham series. Let's say they release a fourth game, and the fourth game sells 20 million copies or whatever, and it makes all kinds of money. Okay. They're going to say, damn it, that was a bad idea. Now look at it. Look at all the, the potential lost revenue we could have had if we just did it on a game-by-game -game basis in terms of the licensing. And that's where Microsoft's going to go, hell no. So I think that they're at a stalemate because Microsoft doesn't want to go through that every time. They don't want to go yeah. to negotiate every time they want to make a sequel. It's well, ridiculous. they walked away. They but walked away from the Nether table Realm last is time. The only real, that's a fact. Realistic one. That's right? right. Nether Realm is the only realistic one. That's what I see too. Yeah, no, good stuff. Real quick, Morani Lewis drops a very generous $10 super chat and says, Embracer Group's financials aren't great. Hard to see them prove uh, providing proper support for Edios Montreal and hey, Square Enix hey, with boom. major uh, AAA IP. To they that end. Oh, yes. so go, go ahead. No, I, he said uh, they'll seek deals with Xbox and Sony for Tomb Raider and Deus Ex. Right, and that's what I was saying earlier. Don't, don't like you know what I mean? Bet your house that everything will be multiplat because they might go in deals to make money to bring that back. But to well, no, that they, end, they could, they, is... the Game Pass situation could easily make the big bucks for yeah, them. And but, Microsoft, but... again, that becomes the exclusive. Sony yeah. pays top dollars for exclusives. But I was going to say now, uh, one glass half fulling, now is the perfect time for Microsoft to poach that talent from, from IDOS Montreal and and um, Crystal Dynamics to, to fill out uh, the staff at uh, the initiative, Edios, right? Edios oh, Montreal. Sorry, uh, but now is the perfect time, right? They're sold. You don't know what your future is at Embracer Group. Come work for Microsoft. Be at the initiative. 
Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Um, listen, let's bring Mike uh, into the conversation. But, Mike, before I do, Leanne drops a very generous five-pound super chat and says this. Microsoft, Microsoft should not get Valve, as there would be a very good argument for a monopoly. But what they should do is buy shares instead. Uh, I don't know, man. If, uh, Respectfully disagree. Yeah. yeah I, 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 all I the shares. Yeah, and it's not a publicly it. traded company. Yes, right, but it's not. They could buy it for uh, for any amount of money, and they'd never have to tell you what it is. It would be literally just Gabe putting it in his pocket and going home, and nobody yeah. would have to and, know about and, it. And buying ten islands, at least ten yep. islands. Yeah. But, okay. uh, Mike, let, let, let's bring you. Uh, what, what What are your thoughts? Do Do you expect Microsoft to be the one missing out on many many acquisitions in the next twelve months? Um, and, missing out's a missing out's a tough a tough word or tough phrase to use because it depends on what they want. Um, and again, I, it's, it's kind of at a, as we were talking about Sega earlier, I, there's nothing that stops Microsoft from holding conversations. Right. Right. And there's nothing to say that if, you know, and let's go back to Sega for a second. I, and I, I don't yet think Sega is in a position that they want to sell because they're starting to, uh, they're starting to dip into their own back catalog to try to to revamp some of their. Well, I mean, business, we know right? Sonic so, Frontiers is coming, Mike. Right, that's right. supposed to be going to be AAA quality. I'm excited. Yep. It's one of we've my most heard. anticipated games of the year. Yep, they and just heard, they just they, they just announced heard, Jet Set yeah. Radio, right, and as Crazy as Taxi. Yeah, Crazy Taxi is a reboot. So, so I, I I think, but but taking them as the example. If if they and Microsoft, because they're working together on the on the back end side, if they were to to want to do business together, right? And and Microsoft said, look, let let's get let me get through, you know, let let us get through this acquisition, and you know, here's a gentleman's a, here's a agreement, so to right, speak. Right. Here's a here's a number that here's a number we're we're looking at to to work with you on and let but but we need to get through this you know you understand why and and those companies will wait um you know a company that 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 wants to go to microsoft will wait so i don't know that they're going to necessarily miss out and i'm not sure how fast wb wants to get get their studios out because mm. the other thing that i had been thinking about with this is and 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 as you guys have been have been talking about this a bit, I started to think about what Lucas Arts or Lucas Games now, you know, Lucas Games uh, is doing, where WB to get that sweet sweet licensing money could simply license Batman to seven different publishers to do their own Batman game, just like Lucas is doing with Star Wars. They, I, I'm, I'm, I would be willing to bet if they can't find somebody to pick up the, the, the development studios, they might just dissolve them because that you're saving money there anyway. But who, I mean, Never Realm without Mortal Kombat would only make sense if, and only if, Microsoft looked at them and said, "I want you to revitalize Killer Instinct," right? I, you know, Rocksteady would be nothing without being able to make a Batman or, or a, you know, a superhero uh, unless game. Unless Microsoft right? would potentially task them, say, "Listen, we're gonna get, we're gonna get Rocksteady. They pay 170. They go to Marvel and say, "Listen, we want to license out Daredevil." 
and let them make a daredevil game. Could. They certainly could. Um, but I, I don't know. So so to do that, you'd have to get the studios much cheaper than, you know, certainly much cheaper than, say, $300 million. 100%. Uh, yeah, they, absolutely. Yeah, you, both of them. You, yeah, for you, $300 million, Maybe even less. The studios by themselves, I don't think, are where the... Uh, or where the money is because you can you can get that talent out of the studios um by luring the 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 actual you know like what the initiative tried to do at the beginning by bringing all those people in you could do that without spending really money to buy well, studios though, it? no it did not and they're they're in I, I i i am going to go to the mat saying the initiative is in more trouble right now than people are 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 yeah and i'm going to get hate for that but they're God. in more trouble than people than people want to want to admit um but but that said i still think that that barring you barring you pay pennies on the dollar for the studios you're right wb hasn't given up the uh the ips because the ips are where their money is and they can simply start just ferreting out to anybody who wants to make a batman a superman a flash or whatever um and and start making that money i just thought i don't know that they miss out on on picking up any of the wb studios i think it, i think they do better job getting you know if you really want if you really want to satisfy make you know then then put put one of those ips in the hands of the coalition say okay you guys can make gears but you know gears maybe getting a little long in the tooth as well why don't you guys cut your teeth on a batman on a batman game you know, something along those lines to 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 make a deal with Discovery more workable than than trying to pick up studios without IPs. So you're I, saying I just straight up license the IPs instead of if you can't buy the studios. Yeah, because then then it's it, again, look at what they're doing with and it's not out of the realm of what they're doing. The Indiana Jones game that's coming out yeah. from Bethesda that's yeah. licensed from Lucas, right? Yeah. There's that rumor that that uh, one of the studios is gonna is gonna put together a Mandalorian MMO. I saw that float. Yeah, around. that's supposedly in the works as we speak. Yeah, right. So so it's not a it's not a bad idea, and it doesn't tie you down to a studio that may end up having issues like. Um, the initiative or like what we're hearing if it's true out of uh, uh undead labs and and you know things like that i mean you can get away with you can get away with getting those games without having to pay for the studios too yeah i mean you make a lot of sense i i, I still think that uh mortal combat isn't mortal combat with netherrealm and i think that that would be a package deal just the question would be how much how right. much would, 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 would that be? And, uh, and, and would, 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 um, WB, uh, well, discovery now be willing to sit on their hands and wait for Microsoft uh, based on the gentleman's so, agreement. Again, it's only no, time. But, is, but, I, I but, I, so. but let me bring up, let me bring up mortal Kombat for a second, because I, I don't, I, I, I have, I, I want to push back on the conventional wisdom that nether realm, that, that getting Netherrealm means you get the Mortal Kombat IP. Don't forget that the Mortal Kombat IP is not just video games. It's no, no, it's, 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 it's t-shirts, it's toys, it's, 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 it's movies. movies. Um, it's but, but, but the gaming IP is owned. 
by Netherrealm. They they actually put that in the clause. If you didn't know, I did if not you actually know that. look. If you actually look at it, a Netherrealm was was you know Midway, and apparently Midway did some interesting things, and yeah, I, I it can turn into on that as well. I've seen that yeah, wherever wherever true. Netherrealm goes, that IP follows. Yeah, yes. follows. That's correct. Yeah. Um, by the way, boom, before you move on to the next person, I, I do have to go. However, okay. um, uh, I just was going to say one quick thing. Uh, uh, guys, it was a great show as always. Uh, chat, you guys are amazing. We had a great turnout tonight. Mike, it was great to see you here. But hey, uh, yes, uh, I got some Ubisoft news from you guys. Uh, for you guys, I will be playing, and I'm allowed to tell you, I will be playing Skull and Bones uh, this summer. Oh, nice, dude. Believe oh, that game doesn't awesome. exist. Stop. Yeah, that no kidding. Exist. I know it doesn't exist, right? But I will be playing that. But in light of that, I'm going to drop a code, if you don't mind, Boom. I'm going to drop a code in the chat for Riders Republic. Um, it nice. is a UK oh. code. So, uh, Dutch, get those fingers moving if, if you're interested. But, uh, yes, before I go, I will drop the code. And uh, please, whoever gets the code, again, it's a UK code. Whoever gets it, please uh, DM me and let me know that it works, okay? So, uh, anyways, guys. Everybody have a great night. Good luck to everybody in the chat, whoever gets the game. Riders Republic. There it is. But uh, we'll nice. see you guys all next what? Wednesday? Yeah, next Wednesday, brother. That is correct. Our new, uh, our, our starting next Wednesday, our, our, new, our new date. Same time, new date. All right. We'll see you guys all Wednesday. Gentlemen, have a wonderful evening. All right, brother. We'll talk well. soon. Good night, brother. Good night, brother. Good night boys. Mike, uh, just finish up your point, brother, because I don't, I don't want you to feel like you, you didn't get your get your. Oh, no, no, no. You guys. Yeah, it, it definitely. Um. No, I think that I think I I, I think I covered kind of how I wanted to to sweep. I I if they all right. So the only the only studio acquisitions I could possibly see being missed is if somehow if somehow a Bioware came available, right? And somebody snapped that up away from EA and and took them out of the hell that they're in there, right? Or, you know, something. Uh, if if THQ Nordic became available from Embracer or something along those lines, it would have to be something that rivaled the Activision or even not even that. It would have to rival the Bethesda deal for for me to think that Microsoft would 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 miss it. Um, it, 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 it's hard to imagine at the moment what's left, you know, Sony buying Ubisoft would be certainly in that realm, but that that's not happening either. Right. I, I just, I, I don't know that I see anything that they miss out on that, that, you know, that, that I go, well, you know, there's, there's the big stumble for Microsoft and, and it makes the, the Activision Blizzard acquisition kind of null and void. Yeah, no, you, 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 I think you're onto something because this is, this is the biggest move in gaming. I mean, I've been gaming for over 45 years. And I've never seen anything quite like this. The last thing that I saw that was remotely close was, of course, uh, Bethesda. And this deal is 10 times that, which is yeah. just bonkers to say out loud. Uh, Crispy Bomb, let's get your opinion on this, brother. And then we'll get everyone out of here after we get to Wandering Dutch and Kay Asante. Uh, I mean, what what are your thoughts on this? Do, 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 do you feel that any of the studios that WB is, cur is currently apparently and, you know, rumor peddling to the uh, to highest bidder, does Microsoft need any of them? They need all of them. 
Mm, interesting. Um, okay. Let's be honest for a second. You know, AT&T technically still owns WB. It, it, it was um, classified as a merger. A lot of people don't realize that. Okay. AT&T is a, a company that also does, you know, your mobile. Okay. They, they give you, they give you your cell phone. They do things like that. All right. They are technically a hardware based company, even though they're a third party hardware based company. They just use their, their towers and everything else to make it relevant. A lot of people don't understand that. Okay. Well, you got your cell phone. Are you a Samsung person? Are you an LG person? Are you an Apple person? Okay. And you look at that cell phone, but where are you subscribed to? And this is what a lot of people don't realize. Where are you subscribed? Where do you pay your bill? You're subscribed. <laughs> Let's be honest. Okay. Mind blown. Think about it. Okay. You have Cox, you have Xfinity, you have this and that. You have AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile. Where are you subscribed to? Where do you pay your bills? That's where the, the, the unlogicalness of how they merged it. Basically, Discovery is taking over that division. Okay? That's what's happening right now. That's why they did this. Okay? AT&T is still AT&T. Think about it. Still AT&T. They still give you your cell phone service. Correct? Okay. Move on from that. They are both. Discovery and AT&T are both American companies. All right? There's where we go to would you rather. Would you rather have MK12? Or would you rather have something that the Western division of Square Enix is coming out with. What would you rather? I think MK12 has all the chops. I think Ed Boone is, is a master at his craft. And even watching him, you know, taking an award, the man just wants gamers to enjoy his games. And that's what he wants. And you know what? Maybe he's too involved, but I don't know. Man, I still love MK11, man. That that game, MKX is, is damn just as good, much faster. But I feel like MK11 is all Ed Boone. That man loves the entire lore of Mortal Kombat, everything else. And so, I, I mean, say, so you know what? Can no. we have this man just just for a period of time? I'm talking two years. Can we have this man? You know, imagine a killer instinct under Ed Boone. Well, it's interesting that you say that because he did say something a couple of months ago that was very interesting. Uh, he said that he's currently working on a game that's very unlike Mortal Kombat. And if he says anything more, he's going to get in trouble, which led a lot of speculation to him actually working on a reboot uh, of, of Killer Instinct. 
Um, so he's I'm, not going to work on anything else that's not a fighting game. He's not going to do that. No, the no, man, he's not going to make a side. The man beat, is, beat is no. too old. I mean, think about it. Midway, like he he basically was one of the founders of Midway. He was in the top five of of coding and everything else. The man is a legend. Okay, and I, I I've seen it. We saw it like almost a couple of years ago. Hey, I would love to work on the Killer Instinct because you know what? It's one of those games that, like, it might not be. But think about it. What what, what did they win Injustice? I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Like, it's different, but it still has elements of what he loves. You know what I'm saying? I I'm just saying. I if they could just purchase Nether Realm, I think would be like the purchase like the smallest amount of money and the most impactful if I, which i feel which i feel discovery discovery is taking over those ips they're going to make tvs and movies but imagine microsoft says look all we want is the gaming ip of it that's it you know what i'm saying so you know, Nether Realm is completely obscured from this. If you go and look at the the old, it's still relevant. Okay, basically, Midway said no. This IP stays here forever. Okay, so you look at that, and then you go and say, "Well, what about Batman? This and that." Well, who better than than the company that hasn't released anything in you know an Seven actual. Years huge ip you know what i'm saying why not give it to microsoft and say nurture it make it better make it better than we ever thought it could be because i'll tell you right now there's a reason we've had a drought and you know what that drought we will pay in dividends later and we will go and say wow this is what we are looking for and i think it starts in june i think it starts on june 12th i think Things are going to happen, but I'm also interested in these new IPs like Redfall. You know what I'm saying? Starfield. I mean, to explore the universe, it would be crazy. And to do it the way Bethesda does, I mean, come on. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, I mean, you, you, you're making a lot of sense. But again, I, I agree with you, uh, Crispy. I, I think to get Mortal Kombat as a first party IP would be monstrous. And I, I, I definitely think it's something that. the price would have to be right. And and we all know that they're not going to take a chance to hurt the ABK deal. I mean, unless this is something that could be. Well, Embracer group just bought what four, three studios, three Three. studios, three or four. Yeah. Okay. They bought three studios for 300 million. Okay. And 50 IP though. All right. WB, you could add in Rocksteady real quick. Imagine that. Yeah, and well, that's, could, I mean, again, could that's, you, that's, could that's you not point. buy them through 300 million? Yeah, but they, they can't go above 95 million, and otherwise it's it, it's a problem. It, it would, it's not gonna, it, the only reason why I say this, it doesn't matter now. The, the, the problem with people that don't understand investing in a company is that you do have a say, and according to the government. Your say is actually more important than a lot of people realize. So 
Warren Buffett, for example, what do you say, eight point seven percent or something? He like actually that? has almost close to ten percent now. He had one, he had he, one and change. Now he's up to because he keeps buying because well, that's because he knows that the deal is going to go through. Well, and and you know what, you know, God willing, that man, what what is he like, eighty years old? Yeah, he's, he's he's up there. I'll tell you, he's he's almost twice your age, boom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. You look at that man and you say, like, I watched, like, and he's fumbling his words and stuff. And I'm like, well, I mean, the hell, he's 80 years old. You know what I'm saying? So I look at him and I say, you know what? He, he When he starts, like, getting coherent and he's going on about certain things, I go and say, wow, he actually makes total sense. And the one thing right now, like, everybody keeps saying NFTs or microtransactions or everything else you know mm-hmm. you can look at xbox and say oh they're pushing that not not nah, really they're definitely not they're not really pushing that yeah let, let, let's uh let me grab our wandering dutch in case on time we get everyone out of here wandering dutch uh listen what what are your thoughts uh, you know you've heard everyone's points everyone's had some great great points regarding uh you know potentially bringing home mortal Kombat. It, it, it can they do it or do, or do they sit on their hands the same way they saw crystal dynamics and uh and edios montreal go to someone else uh, i think it's i think it's easier picking up a singular studio as opposed to the way that embracer have done three studios and 50 ips yeah i think that really would raise a bit more eyebrows than just a studio and a couple of ips um, I think singular studios, I think, isn't off the cards at all. But I think when you're talking several studios with with 50 IPs, that might it's, it's going to raise the price headlines, for sure. That's for sure. It'll yeah. hit headlines, um, and obviously, Embracer Group's um, investment there has hit headlines today. Yeah, um, I think if they're just going out and doing a singular studio in Netherrealm, I don't think the bat an eyelid. Um, I think it's pretty pretty straightforward and. As you've mentioned there, they've they've had yeah, should we say hints previously on we're not allowed to talk about this new this IP we're working on and hinting at it and they've been hinting at doing a killer instinct for years. So mm-hmm. it's very much a possibility. It could be a crossover, could be a Mortal Kombat Killer Instinct crossover. You never know. Um but it's uh yeah, I wouldn't put it past it. I wouldn't put it past it. It's short short and sweet response for me on that one. I wouldn't put it past a singular studio. But when you're talking multiple and, and like 50 IPs, I think that's a different ball game altogether. I think it's uh the you, you get a, a few more eyes on you, especially, especially when you you're trying to close a, a transaction including what seven, eight studios, um and m- the largest tech transaction in history <laughs> yeah in the history um, of, ga- of of transactions yep so yeah i think i think a singular studio i don't think they would miss out if if needs be but um yeah i think time time will tell there's always possibilities if if they're going to get rid of them i, I see microsoft pouncing on a singular studio 100 yeah. nice uh ksante K- let's get your final opinion and we'll get everyone the heck out of here what are your thoughts on this man do it do is Mortal Kombat worth the chance? Uh, I mean, to me, of course, it's worth a chance. But uh, the question that, that that matters is: Is Mortal Kombat worth the chance to Amy Hood? She is, mm, you know, Microsoft's yeah. m- money person, you know, and and by all accounts, 
known in all corners of that that industry as one of the best, if not the best, to 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 be working at that company. So yeah, you know, she she, she she's uh, leading. She she leads the industry in her position. Exactly. So you know, and we've seen what has happened to Microsoft when other companies are uh, are bought from underneath them while they're mid project, right? Uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, crackdown three comes to mind. A few, as well as a few other things where their their big ambitions aren't allowed to reach fruition and all of that. So it makes sense that they would then strike and be aggressive. And the fact that they have not done so now tells you that Amy Hood is telling them, hey, you know, even though it's on our side and, and it, it looks like it, it's ours to, 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 to lose, if you will, we don't want to take any chances, right? Because this, even though I'm sure that those contractual obligations and the, the contractual agreements have been put, in, put, put together well because they've learned from their Crackdown 3 experience, you still think, hey, you don't want your future to be in somebody else's hands, right? Like, and, and uh, right. I think I, I saw Everborn uh, had mentioned before, you know, what about what about the the next iteration? What if what if Perfect Dark is great? You know, uh, uh, how will they get another one if this since this company is bought out, right? And in that realm, they obviously they've already had that experience before and once bitten twice shy. So yeah, I honestly genuinely think that they've learned their lesson on it. So because they are now really in the place where it's like, well, we, we want to be strategic. We're thinking beyond just one IP. We're thinking beyond just one mission. I don't think that they think Mortal Kombat or, or actually any of the WDB properties are worth that risk. Yeah, I but agree. I think maybe timing might also be a factor in the equation, right? The, the, the conversation about all of this started some some time ago and in the beginning we were, uh, the the roller coaster has been going up and down right now right it went from oh this is in the bag to you know oh now now we have regulatory bodies uh, involved and we have senators talking outside both both sides of their mouths and and all that stuff changes the equation of public appear, uh, public perception of of the the eventual uh, decision that will come come aboard What's to say when they're close to the end of said deal that the equation changes in public opinion and it will make them feel a bit more bullish about about taking another step? We don't know that for sure, right? So do they need them? I don't think there's a world where they need a single thing, like need a single thing. It's great to have uh, portfolio fillers and things that we, we want, right? As gamers, we'll always want that. But when we see that's not happening and Microsoft is not taking the steps that we that that we would want them to take obviously that's difficult but more often than not the two trillion dollar company knows what they're talking about they're trying to fill some holes in the some gaps in their portfolio and most likely you know amy hood is like nope you know put put your wallet away it's not time mm -hmm. right, right now you know and i i'm there for it right as a gamer as most of us tend to be hey if they don't buy this guess what it'll still be elsewhere and although i'm with you guys and saying that more often than not when i see it goes to the other guy i get a little bit Hmm, a little disappointed because that just means that's 70 more dollars that'll come out of my pocket that I can save for the month. So it is what yep. it is, but we'll still get to play it. So it should, it should be fine. Nobody should be, you know, worried or upset about, about any of this news. You know, even if PlayStation were to would acquire them, I think, I think NetherRealm, uh, PlayStation would be very well in, uh, looking for them because then they'd have evil unlock. And basically, they would corner the market on the on the the fighting game genre, which yeah. would still work out in the end of the, at the end of the day for Ed Boon and team. So 
Yeah, you know, I, I, mean, I think again, there's nothing to worry about. I, I, hope, I hope that doesn't happen. But uh, mm. yeah, listen, folks, that's been your show. We had a record turnout. Thank you to everyone that tuned in. Let's get to the outro. Start work, uh, first with Mike Mullis. Mike, tell everyone where they can check out your incredible show, uh, where they can subscribe to it, and more importantly, where could they check you out on social media? Oh, you're on mute, brother. Oh, you're muted. Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So first and foremost, thank you guys so much. Boom. Thank you for having me. Not a problem, um, brother. This is, uh, this is an all-star all -star group of uh, gamers here. Now I got every one of you on the list who's coming on NLG at some point. Absolutely. As soon as I, soon as I, get, uh, as soon as I get the schedule together. So expect uh expect dms and, and dutch peter's been trying to get you on for months so we're gonna make this happen yes um, definitely so uh you could find the original next level gaming uh on thursday nights at 9 p.m is our weekly show uh that is myself uh chris williams and peter hutink both of which were in the chat tonight uh my yep. great brothers and the pillars of our of what we do um you can and and it's easy to find us if you if you don't click uh click it in the description of of here just type in next level gaming in youtube and you uh youtube search and you will find us very easily you can find me at uh nlg mullis on twitter uh, our official feed is og underscore nl gaming you could find me on xbox live at stinger nlg and on playstation at uh the original nlg uh, i think that covers it thank no. you guys again this has been awesome no no problem brother thank you for being here Kay asante let's get you on out of here brother sell your brand tell them about the gaming circle podcast 10 a.m eastern standard time saturday mornings and where could people reach out to you on social media Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was a fun, fun, fun conversation. I apologize to folks if I haven't been online, uh, been a part as I usually am. But yes, uh, life and work at the same time, you know, it happens. Nobody saw I was doing this, so it's fine. But yes, the Gaming Circle podcast, usually 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Saturdays. We had some fun guests last week. We had the, the crazy one, Mr. Crazy Lou Gaming was out there. We had a great conversation. We had a, a lot of fun as, as you tend. If, if you're a follower of his, you know what 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 to expect and and he was in rare form as he usually tends to be on our show so it was a great time so this week of course you know what we'll be talking about we'll wait till the dust settles there'll be a lot more thinking there'll be a lot uh, you know further ramifications as to where where this will all go but myself and mr everbone saga it'll be fun so please if you haven't had a chance to come check us out you can find me tko asante on twitter xbox playstation all the places you want to find me if you follow me on Twitter, when I go live, you will see when that is. And we always appreciate a lot of these community members coming into our chats. And we we always uh, uh, correspond with the chat while our show goes. So it's always a great time. We appreciate you guys coming to check us out. But thank you so much. And, of course, I will be back next week. And we will see you next week, Wednesday. That should Wednesday, be the, new, the, yeah. the new time. Yeah. Well, That's same awesome. time, new new day of the week for sure. Uh, just to uh, close out, um, Square Enix president announces that he says this, NFTs and blockchains are the future of fun, according to the president. So there you go, Wandering Dutch. Mm -hmm. Take it away, voice of the midweek mix-up, brother. Tell everyone about your brand. Tell them where they can subscribe <laughs> and listen. And more importantly, reach out to you on social media. Yeah, yeah. Awesome show again this evening. A lot of awesome points. And of course, um, as long as it's not 10 cent, we're all good.
<laughs> That's the moral of the story. At least it's not moral 10 cent. of the story. Yeah, moral of the story. As long as it's not ten cent, we're good. Um, but yeah, it's an all honesty, awesome show again, Mike. Awesome to be on the show with you again, um, brother. I think we very, I think we've crossed paths maybe once. I don't, I remember potentially Iron Lords or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Most likely on yeah. that big giant Iron Lord, yes, super big iron, yeah, the big one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, awesome to be on the show with you, brother. Um, of course, looking forward to coming on your show in the future. Um, but yeah, you can find me everywhere at Wondering Dutch, YouTube at Wondering Dutch, and of course, Twitter at Wondering Dutch. So uh, see you all again next week, guys. Yeah, thank you. And Crispy Bomb, brother, sell your brand. Tell me where everyone can check you out. And more importantly, where can people reach out to you on social media? Oh, man. It's awesome to have the first official day here and uh man at chris bomb on twitter chris bomb 28 xbox live you can find me tomorrow night 7 p.m on the retro renegades nice 8 p.m thursday on the next podcast and of course back here on now wednesday that's right at 7 p.m on primetime gaming. Well, but also to, you yeah. might see me tomorrow. Uh, or Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, that's right. We may see yeah, that's right. Cause uh we're doing again, folks. Uh Breakfast with Boom is not Friday. We're not doing it Friday morning, just this week. I'm going to see Doctor Strange into the multiverse of madness with my brother and Neo Mental. We are doing a special edition, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday morning. Breakfast at Boom, just again, just just changing this week so I can get a chance to take a day off and go see a film, which I haven't been into the movie theaters in over two years. Uh, but last and no way least, Everborn Saga. Sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone about the Everborn Saga, where they could reach out to you on social media, and how do people get a copy of your uh, anime series? All right, so check this out. <clears throat> do you like anime? Do you like manga? Do you like comic books? Do you like the MCU? Do you like fantasy? (laughs) If you like any or all those things, that is what the Everborn Saga is. And it started from a video game. We make comic books. We are telling stories. There is uh, one story, two timelines, and four series, each following a different character, telling the story from their vantage point. If any of that sounds interesting to you stop what you're doing go to everbornsaga.com right now check out the books that we have on offer we just released our latest series the redlands and we're working on a new series the remnant which we will we will announce more about soon <clears throat> so check that out and everborn saga on twitter instagram facebook xbox playstation steam all those things but most importantly, everbornsaga.com. And if you are not located in the U.S., we are on Amazon and we work with uh, Prime Shipping. So you can get uh, free shipping close to you. But uh, if you are in the U.S., go to everbornsaga.com. Works out to about the same price, even with the shipping. And it comes signed by yours truly. Uh, Again, everbornsaga.com. Stay tuned. Nice. Well, listen, folks, that's your show. Thank you so much for tuning in and making this a very successful show. Big shout out to Mike Mullis for hanging out. Uh, um, and uh, definitely got to get you and, and you guys back here. I've definitely got to make an appearance on your show at some point. Oh, that's happening. Um, All yeah, of you guys, every one of you. 
Oh, definitely appreciate that, Mike. Uh, definitely want to thank all the super chats. Uh, ch- thank the new channel member, two new channel members today. Two man also became re well, re upped his cha- channel membership. Thank you so much for that, two uh, two man. And of course, a big shout out to all of the super chats that come in. Those allow us to do the big giveaways, and we have three more left for this year. And I'm going to close out today's show with something that is important to me, folks. Hopefully, one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on Wednesday on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. Now, watch the screen, Fuzzy. I mean, Crispy. Check this out. I got something for you here. Thank <laughs> you.